and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Yes. Matt Murray. Yes. And James Farley. Hello. Hello. You are right, James? What's going on? I've got a cold and I... It's awful. Oh, you sound even more miserable than usual. Yeah, well, this, this is why like, I was thinking about not doing this and then I just thought, you're just going to give me a load of grief if I don't. So I, I was going to say, oh yeah, it. so we can't, we can't be mean There's no need to cry Dave. about it, James. What? Sean, what's up to you? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, he's, he's, he could have just been this off this week. That's what I did when I was ill, Jesus. Sean, if you do it, you don't yeah. get a load of abuse from David. If I do, I do. So it's, it's true. Like, yeah. you know, it's true. If I do, I do. Um, if I do, I do. Mm. Probably the earliest we've come up with a uh, podcast <laughs> title. Brilliant. I can start the artwork now. Um, was the, uh, uh, remember, it's coming up to the 7th of November, and uh, that means it's not only my birthday, but it's also James Farley's birthday. And we all know what that means. James really wants you to wish him a happy birthday <laughs> when, you miss, when you wish me a happy birthday, because he gets really upset. When people lavish me with, you know, what they call that? Um, Congratulations? No, it's not that, is it? What is it? There is a word, isn't there? Salutations. <laughs> Commiserations. Know, something like it's that. It's because it's the same thing every year. What happens is everyone just goes, oh, oh, you know, oh. well done, Dave. Happy birthday and all that. And then it's like, oh, it's James's birthday as well. And it's like, oh, that's, that's weird, isn't it? And then that's it. <laughs> I mean, by the sounds of it, there's every chance James might not actually make it. So, yeah. yeah. I, know. I know. Do you know what's brilliant as well? Because that's his first real moan of the uh, uh, of the evening. Mm. And it just sounds so pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I just want... It's just really sad when I just did that. Uh, right, should we get straight into it? Um, let's get... Well... Before we do feedback, let's get straight to our Patreon producers this this week, this month. What do we say? What well, it's we both, saying, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, they are Steve Garrett. He went full nils. Alan M. Nash also went full nils. Do you know who also went full nils? It was Aaron Patrick. Simon Full Nels Nelson. He's in the gang. And we've got a new full nils member, Anthony Oakenson. 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 Anthony Oakenson. I hope you feel like your money's well spent, Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a right old state this evening, I ain't gonna lie to you. But um no, we really appreciate your support. And if you would like to go for all else or support us in any way, um then go to uh patreon.com forward slash T C G S. Uh we really appreciate it. And you know, if you you're a bit tight on cash. That's cool too. Why not send us a iTunes review? We've not said that for a while. Pop yeah. on iTunes and uh, and give us a review. It's been a while since we've had one of those, so it'd be nice to see some new ones up there. Um, Matt, let's get to feedback. What, what we got this week? We've got Adam Capone starting us off. On the previous oh, show, boy. you discussed the delay of The Last of Us 2. When talking about the press release and how Neil Druckmann brought up the need to avoid crunch, followed by Dave singing a random song about Christmas crunch or something. <laughs> anyway, the actual words Neil used were, this new release date allows us to finish everything to our level of satisfaction while also also reducing stress on the team to which you all respond a little cynically 
Thank you. I thought I was going mad. I've noticed this too. Ever since Red Dead 2 backlash from Dan Hauser praising 100-hour work weeks, every game delay seems to point out that they are doing it to avoid crunch. I'm not one for la- for one minute suggesting that these are lies. It's a bit sad and odd that we have to point this out. It's very similar to the Battlefront 2 backlash where many spokespeople for game developers were suddenly keen to point out that their new game wasn't going to have loot boxes. <laughs> the standard mm. excuse used to be that the developer needed more time to make the game even uh, ever yeah, even bigger and better. The reality is that game development is hard. There are multiple experiments that don't work out or take longer to figure out than planned. It's difficult to perfectly plan a long project to finish on time as developers like to make adjustments along the way, especially as new technologies become available or new trends in the industry make an element of the game suddenly feel dated. However, all that doesn't make for an easy-to-digest excuse, so probably better just to say that the game needs more time before it's ready. There's enough information for consumers at least. That is. I, I will say this, though, right? If um, if it is... like If they have come up with a statement, hey, we're doing this to avoid crunch, and, I mean, there's every chance that there'll be some... There could be some leaks from the studio saying, no, they fucking didn't, and we've not heard any of that, so... That's a risky... What I'm saying is that that's a risky stance to take if you are not legitimately doing it. You know what I mean? True. And obviously it is shitty of us to... Because, you know, there will be instances where this is true and and real and we're here just going like, yeah, fucking whatever, mate. Which <laughs> which should not be the correct response to, you know, someone no. actually doing this because it is the right thing to do. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just very difficult, um, especially in the world of, like, you know, AAA development to imagine someone just being like, guys, I've spoke to the board, I've spoke to the, the shareholders, they've said just take it easy. We've got six months. It's fine. <laughs> You know I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, totally. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you yeah. can't help us by raising the eyebrow. Mm. But we, yeah, we don't know what the reality is of the situation. But mm. it's just um, interesting, sure. yeah. As Capone says, yeah. Ever since there was a bit of a backlash about this whole thing, that suddenly that's the excuse that everyone's trotting out. Just feels a little bit cynical, maybe. But. Yeah, but but but, but okay. he did clarify, and, and thank you, Adam. That he actually they didn't actually mention crunch. They just said about yeah, true. You know, yeah, yeah. They, they want to reduce stress on the team, which I guess is it. Which, in, yeah, in, relatively in, speaking, way, yeah, yeah, and yeah. also like, hand, though, finishing it? it to their level of satisfaction. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, good. Okay, fine. Steve Garrett, hi guys. I'm listening to the news section of the latest pod, and I've had to jump on and put something out there before I finish listening to the rest of the show. That's that's always dangerous, actually, Steve. But. <laughs> Uh, you did it right this time. James must definitely sounded de- uh, derisive about the mixer acquisitions, not just not caring, but the best bit of James saying he just gets angry at streaming in general and doesn't <laughs> care about streaming. Brilliant. Remind me to stop my Twitch subscriptions and gift uh, subscription gifting then. <laughs> Grumpy James is one of my favourite things about the show, but sometimes I find myself shaking my head listening. Perhaps you should consider James finishing the news section with the game and equivalent of the stereotypical uplift, uplifting fluffy cat story at the end of the broadcast. I would go a tier above full now, so if he had to deliver it with the same level of cheer and enthusiasm as a local US TV anchor. Love, Steve. <laughs> Your response, James? Fair points. I mean... The thing is, well, like, they, these are fair points because I was derisive, like about the mixer acquisitions. And what are you talking about? You were telling me that you absolutely weren't, and I was shocking for pulling you up. On no, that. no, no. What it is, right? Is okay, okay. It's not that I'm angry at streaming in general, really. It's just I don't. Un- it's just celebrity streamers. I, they just annoy me. That's mm. that's all it is. I don't understand it, and it's something that I just find irritating. That's what it is. 
It's I, again. Your yeah, voice so, just I makes mean, you sound like a so, really old man. <laughs> celebrity streamers. So like a regular streamer's fine, but when they get a bit more popular, that's when you turn off. It's once they got stupid names, Matt. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's Sorry. The names JC and the A. Farley. It's the. <laughs> It's the names and the absolutely dizzying amounts of money involved. Yes, just just all that and just, you know, the entourages and all that. It's just, I don't know. The entourages? You know, they've all got, like, their groups around them and all that. I don't know anything about this, Dave. they got friends. they got friends. That's what you said, they got friends. (laughs) But can we just stop talking about this now? I don't know what's going on. But when you're that successful, how do you know who your real friends are, mate? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'm questioning it every day now. You know, I, you know the way. amount of success we've enjoyed. I know oh. you guys are my real friends because we're, <laughs> we're too low you down went. on the ladder. It's <laughs> yeah, but but let's not get silly names when we make it big because James will kick off. Yeah, that's true. All right. I imagine we, we reached like, a point where we had to like get a branding team in, and we were just, and we just like Jay Allard did James. We just like oh, yeah. just invented call him. yourself like Mr. Boomstick or something like that, you know? <laughs> I mean, ridiculous. that is definitely your name now, James. Why would you say yeah, that? That's brilliant. <laughs> Mr. Boomstick. You, well, you well, that, what, so, James, Mr. Boomstick Farley. Oh, I, I, I mean, one around there somewhere. There's got to be a Mr. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's on Mr. Boomstick show. on Twitch. I'm, I have to find now. now. Oh, oh, well, that's the, I yeah, can't it's, wait to see Mr. Boomstick's new series on Twitch. It's going to be great. I can't wait for Mr. Boomstick to, to stream the latest David Cage game. <laughs> uh, yeah, so James, there is a Mr. Boomstick on Twitch where he's only got 10 followers and hasn't, hasn't streamed oh, for like... Hasn't fuck streamed it. for three months. I reckon you could own that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yours now, James. That's Boomstick. Yours. Great. James Boomstick. James Boomstick. <laughs> Twitch, not Mixed. Right, yeah, yeah definitely uh, Ricky Carver I've been a little TCGS listener for years now but there was a huge problem with the quality of your output which has forced me to reconsider my podcasting options oh no I've noticed that for the past few weeks pretty much since Dave came back there's an issue where you are talking all over each other in the audio it happens about once per episode and basically you will hear about 10 seconds of 3 to 4 people talking at the same time it is a disgrace that I have to put up with this level of service in my free podcast content I can no longer enjoy the podcast as I'm constantly on edge wondering when it will happen again I don't want to assign blame but it must even be Matt or Dave's fault I expect a full inquest into this on the next podcast and the guilty party should issue a formal Apology, yours, Ricky. I mean, I'm keeping right. well oh. out of this. Do you, do you well, want me to go for this? We all know oh, Matt's, well, making well, I mean, gonna... Mate, Matt's making a joke. Matt's making a joke is the obvious joke. Oh, do you yeah. want me to? Because <laughs> he's right. He's right, and I've noticed it as well. Um, and I just have not decided whether it's a disrespect thing or <laughs> a ego thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, can it not just be a technical problem? So I, th- uh, I thought no, we'd already we agreed that we'd that problem. Okay. Yeah, Discord's a big pile of shit recently. Well, Discord doesn't help. No, that's sure. But I, it's right. Should I explain? Um, the what? What? What's the job of a host? It's to keep the conversation moving, to move on when you need to move on, right? Yeah. So I've always done that as as mm-hmm. one of the main hosts. I sort of um, gauge when we should be moving on and try and keep the pace up. Mm-hmm. Recently, since coming back. I have noticed that when I have tried to do that, Matt raises his voice and speaks louder and just doesn't stop. And it's like, right, okay, so Matt either thinks that I don't have a good grasp on when to move the conversation forward, so that's the disrespect, 
or the ego thing is I simply have to get this point across and I will not be stopped until I'm heard. Like, so it's one of the two, but I have noticed there a lot happening. So what is it, Matt? I mean, when you went here, like, it was just such a lovely free phone conversation. All three of us are talking the same amount. It was brilliant. So I guess I'm still in, like, that mode. And so, you know. Right, so you think you know better than I do. You, and you think you think that I'm doing a bad job of trying to move the show forward. I think, I think what I'm Matt's trying forward. to say is that it's easier to manage when there's fewer people, right? Yeah. Been, no, he's not trying okay. to say that at all. And you I know, know he he's isn't, not. Dave. Like, I'm trying to be so helpful. Sure. I'm trying to- <laughs> Sean's done it a few times, right? But I, I think that is more to do with either he hasn't heard me or or he's just as bad as Matt. <laughs> I just, I mean, he's just you. fucking rude. Because he just carries on talking like at his usual pace. James knows exactly what to do. He shuts the fuck up when I start, you know, butting in to do, you know, to move the show forward or whatever. So, you know, James gets it. But Matt goes like this, right? He'll be talking. He'll be going, yeah, and I've been playing this game and I've been playing this game and it's really good. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, right. So he's getting pissed off that I'm trying to interrupt him to move the show forward. So at that Matt, I don't know where it's, Matt's It's stands, all fair that we get to make issue. our own points, is it not? No, Matt. No, this okay, it's not. It's not. Okay, fine. No. Well, <laughs> is it fair or is it not fair that everyone gets to make their own points on the show? Well, who cares about fair? We're trying to produ- we're trying to, trying to produce a decent podcast, and one of my jobs is to keep the conversation going and to move on when things are starting to either get stale or drag on. Can we move on now? Right? In that case. You've, I mean, yes, James. James, do you know more Matt's than Dave, quite... the host? What? Well, that's Dave's job to move things on. I'll not just see what I mean. So, so it is an ego thing. Yeah. It is an ego thing because Matt now thinks that he should be running the podcast as well. Like he he thinks he should be producing the podcast from. Is that is that what is that where your head's at, Matt? Um, I mean, probably if you want to make a better show, but I'll, I'll leave it. You to do it. It's unbelievable. You've been podcasting for a few years, mate. Listen to the guy that's got the experience and the skill. To <laughs> Wait, what experience doesn't necessarily mean better? You know. Um, what do you mean? Well, exactly as I said, just to have more experience doesn't mean necessarily better than. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, when you look at my experience and look at the shows that I've built up, and then you compare it to Interface, I think. I think that is more evidence that was a show that I need to put forward. It was going places, all right. It wasn't James. Um, So just keep that in mind, and uh, we'll see how it goes over the next... I just want to see if the listeners uh, see where we go in the next few episodes. Let's let's have a little listen. Well, that was uncomfortable. What else we got... (laughs) See, mate, you're saying silent. This is. I mean, I was waiting for you to move the show along. You said you as a host Uh, move the show along. Look, I'll cut in when you're dragging on, but when when it's a click, when you clearly need to carry on with the show, then you're going to have to jump in because I can't spend the whole show going. And now, Matt, you talk. This is unbelievable. Okay, What's yeah, going sorry. on, Matt? Um, Oliver Shearing um, emails in about uh, Stadia w- with the subject line: "Did we miss the point of Stadia?" I don't think that's, we did. Just, I think, I, I, I think, I think the did. only one that's missed the point of Stadia is Matt. <laughs> because he's the one with the pre-order. What's yeah. the pre-order status, Matt? Still, I'm very much a founder. Well, yeah, that Matt, come, Matt, that out in two weeks. Can yeah, you what, believe it? I mean, how excited are you now? You must no, be I, like... I, I'm not excited. I, I have literally no emotion about it, but I'm going to get it. But like, has anyone seen a single advert or anything about it? Nope. No. I don't expect anything on TV, sure. But um, I don't know, like... 
anything. But this isn't their proper launch, right? It's not their proper oh, yeah, launch. Yeah, yeah. I, I read that. I heard launch, that the other day. It's actually next year, the proper launch. This is a soft launch or whatever. This is just the launch for mugs to buy it so that they can <laughs> pay. Founders, James, are called founders. It's the founders edition, not the mugs edition. Just for Pete, it's, it's, it's the mugs edition for people to beta test, but you pay to do it. Could you imagine if they actually called it that? <laughs> The, I mean, enough people edition. like me will still buy it, so didn't wouldn't read too <laughs> no. much. Right, uh, Oliver. Uh, reading Edge magazine's feature on Google Stadia this week, I think I finally got the point of the whole thing. As a PC gamer, it was interesting to hear them say that Stadia specs equate to an NVIDIA RTX 2080 Super Graphics card and 16 gigs of RAM. Right now, I'm looking um, for a new laptop to play cross-platform and indie games. Uh, if I want to spec out a laptop at that level, I'm looking at the wrong side of 1500 quid, maybe more. And yet, come next year, Google will open up a free tier of Stadia, meaning I can have a platform to play indies and cross-platform games uh, on for literally £0 per month that will be upgraded regularly. The only cost that will be the cost of the games. I can't. I don't care whether they're digital only or can't be traded in because as a PC gamer, I'm already used to buying everything on Steam anyway, and who knows what will happen if they go under. Um... Uh, here's a TLDR Stadia makes no sense until the free tier comes out at which point it will replace my need for PC gaming hardware forever forget playing on your Pixel phones or replacing your console Stadia works for those who can't be asked upgrading PC hardware and are happy gaming at a desk Matt, cancelled that bloody pre-order already, you absolute plonker. Uh, I was also PPS. Uh, forget installing drivers, forget compatibility issues, forget 130 gig downloads for Modern Warfare, forget day one patches. Plug me into Google Server Farm and harvest my data. Um, Sean of PPPS. Uh, Sean, as the only proper gamer on the show, does any of this change your opinion on stage as a prospect for next year? Um, I mean, we sort of talked about this a couple of months back, didn't we? And I... My stance is that I think a lot of PC players really like the tinkering and having a, yeah. a super quote unquote rig. Um, yeah, sick rig. I, think I think that's a big deal for a lot of PC players, and they like the the, the flashy lights and the the liquid cooling. And yeah, but you're not know, one of those yeah, people. So the, the true, direction, the, true. The, the question was directed at you. So yeah. Sean, do you see what you're saying? So if you wanted to play. All right, let's take that as the example, Cyberpunk, mm. right? Mm. Let's take that as the absolute example. You haven't got... Well, you, I mean, you could play it on PS4 Pro. Have you got a Pro? I have, yeah. Right, so you could play it on PS4 Pro, or you could play it at the highest graphic settings, 4K, all that stuff on your PC. Well, like, what are you likely to do? But uh, Well, yeah, but I suppose the, the, the argument is, what if my, like, my PC is also too shit to run it, right? Exactly, and then yeah. suddenly it's like, well, I either spend five hundred quid on PC bits, or I just get it on Stadia, and that's that. Yeah, obviously that's tempting. Like you know, we, we talked last week about like, well, you know, what what could be like the one exclusive that really sold Stadia, and it's like, Christ, if if they got Cyberpunk, because that's already becoming like I've already seen people say like, well, was going to buy a new PC for Cyberpunk, but I'm just going to wait and see what Stadia's like now. Um, so it's definitely a thing. Um, well, you really it's weird that. that it's the the fact that it's yeah. I suppose it's the perception thing that it is still going to be full price. You know what yeah. I mean? It's well, it's not that. any cheaper than it would mm. be. For and it's also the fact we don't know yet if this actually works is one yeah. thing. Also, mm. I'd be surprised saying, if it didn't. He's also saying you can play stuff for free, which is true, but only up to 1080p. So mm. that's not going to be better than if you're playing it on like PC hardware with like 4K and all that kind of stuff, is it? Yeah. No, but how mm. much is it a month for the? Big stuff for the good stuff. Um, I don't know. Nine quid, ten quid. 
But then there's also another thing. Oh, that, that is I expensive, think, actually. Quite a lot for, yeah. There's also well, another sorry, thing here, though, that I'm thinking is the other thing that I thought PC gaming people loved doing was like modding and stuff. Yeah. And you can't do that with this. Yeah, how do you? Well, yeah, no, but no, you're, no, no, they, they said they're looking into that. So it's happening. And, but not only that, you can't really say that, oh, oh, PC people love modding. Yeah, but a lot of them don't. You know what I mean? It's not, you can't. Like, yeah, just because there's, there's a there's modding a, community on that. Like, I, yeah, because I sort of exist in that sort of crossover space where I'm like, well, I like PC games, but only in so much as it basically behaves like a console when I need it to. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, not yeah. interested in having to... Like, I, I, The hardware side of things I quite like, but more in the sense of like getting away with doing things on the cheap, same with my, like, my streaming setup in general and stuff. Um so like I, I do get some enjoyment out of that, but yeah, like I can't afford like a, a super ridiculous PC. So yeah, there is certainly there is a temptation there with Stadia. Um, it's just make a matter of whether or not it fucking works. Mm. Mm. So I see what you're saying. I yeah. think that's a valid valid market there, but mm. um, uh, yeah, that doesn't really appeal to the only person it might appeal to is Sean. Mm. Um, but then you know, I again, as, as we've said, how it works. Like what happened, you know, when the next gen of consoles comes out and it's five hundred quid, and it's like, well, I could spend five hundred quid, or I could just not. If if Stadia is a, a worthy solution, um, yeah, but again, again that, no way. It all depends on the games, doesn't it? Console. It depends well, yeah, on yeah, the, yeah. It depends on the games, doesn't it? Like yeah. what? It's like there's a reason why people are going to spend money to buy like PS5 or like the next Xbox or whatever, and it's because mm-hmm. of the exclusive games that will be on those platforms yeah. that you won't be able to get on Stadia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Stadia mm. Pro is going to be nine pounds a month. Um, by the uh, way, that is quite yeah, a pricey. lot. Like, if you just a... want to do it for one month or whatever, you're paying for a full price for a game plus mm. an extra tenner, and then you've got to finish within that within that month. Otherwise, you pay another tenner. It's yeah, yeah it does. It is pretty pricey. The, okay, right. The, there's a really good interview Next. actually on the, on Tested right, uh, Tested's YouTube channel. But, uh, Norman Chan from Tested talks to a couple of like Stadia execs. It's really interesting uh-huh. actually. So the first time I've actually seen them, them guys be properly questioned, and mm. yeah, talk, talks about the, their their desire for having things like mods and so on and so forth. It's really it's, it's the best sort of Stadia thing I've seen actually, and it's, uh, okay. it's just an interview for Tested. So I recommend that if anyone's vaguely interested. Cool. Yeah. Just prove my earlier point. Right next, uh, next. Uh, <laughs> Uh, James Day, at, um, James with Day, Ring for Adventure. The mini games are accessible from the main menu that are actually pretty good for pass and play. A high score chasing multiplayer. This is why I asked last mm. week whether it did have multiplayer because all the videos seemed like it was like a you know group of people in, in a room, same room playing it. Uh, and then he goes on to say it's surprising how much gameplay variety Nintendo has gotten out of the Ring Con here. It makes me want a new WarioWare based around this thing. Uh, yeah, that's that. Um, and and obviously Matt Maspink and a bunch of others. Uh, yeah, so it isn't really the best idea to have James saying how much he doesn't give a shit about streaming, but we, we definitely covered that. Matt. It's uh, <laughs> I, I think Mister Boomstick knows knows what's happening. <laughs> the thing, if I, I mean, I, I I don't really give a shit about the streaming scene really, but I do enjoy streaming, so yeah. it's not like I'm totally writing the whole thing off. It's um, like it's like my relationship with coffee. I I can't stand drinking it, but I really enjoy making them. Don't ask me why. Just there you go. That's me in streaming. Yeah. Don't watch I mean, streams. I mean, but I love streaming. Not like if if I get, like I watch uh, Limmy stream, I watch you guys stream. That mm. stuff's all fine. It's mm. um, yeah, it's the more the, the more popular ones that I I've failed to find one that I actually enjoy. Mm. If 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 one comes along that sort of makes me laugh a lot. I mean, well, I think that's what always gets me. Is 
yeah so like Limmy and like you know we mentioned like Paladin Amber before like they do yeah. funny things and clips get shared around and I watch them I'm like ah, that is funny I should probably watch them at some point but whenever you know when like you know people mention ninja I've never no one's ever sent me a funny ninja clip <laughs> no but he, he doesn't seem like he's a funny person <laughs> okay <laughs> So what's the what appeal there then? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it the... doesn't have to be about being funny. It like can just be like, like playing playing well and, and uh, I guess, enjoying yeah, it. Maybe that's the difference. Is that like that doesn't particularly yeah, I watch interest a bunch me? Of I guess they're not mm-hmm. funny, but they're, yeah. they're, like it's a good good crowd or good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah good that's totally. Yeah, that's totally the difference, Sean. It's yeah. that I don't really care to watch someone play a game really well. Yeah, it's a game I'm super interested in. Like, and obviously you know, like I'll watch speed runs and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking like it's someone playing Call of Duty and getting yeah. kill streaks that I don't care about watching yep. any of that. Yep. If anything, that just winds me up because <laughs> I'm shit at it. Um, but yeah, no. yeah, all right, okay, cool. That's it for feedback. It's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter if you want to tweet us some feedback, or you can email podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. It's time for the news. There's a lot of news this week, and I'm a bit worried because <laughs> my voice is already a bit messed up. So, but I could brilliant. Do Let's see how fucked up James's voice gets throughout <laughs> this. this. Be brilliant. So, anyway, okay. First news is that the Blizzard, okay, Blizzard's president has apologised for the Hong Kong incident. Now, I think what he means is the whole banning people, not the whole of yep. the Hong Kong protest movement. But that's what mm. it looked like from the headline. So, what he did, okay, this is a guy called. So, his name's Jay Allen Brack, and he addressed like the crowd before the opening of BlizzCon. Do you want to hear what he said? Because I've got the quote here. Yeah. Yes, I did. I, I, is it, did everyone watch this? I did, actually, uh, yeah. No, I didn't, know. I watched it. Um, I thought it was a relatively decent... We'll come to the apology in a sec. I thought it was a relatively decent apology, but the reaction to it was not good. Mm. Uh, you just had to look at um, comments underneath it. They would say, he didn't even apologise. He didn't even... And I thought, didn't he? Unless <laughs> I've missed I've missed something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. But go on, let's, let's read out what he said and then we could decide. So he said, Blizzard had ourselves. the opportunity to bring the world together in a in a tough Hearthstone esports moment about a month ago and we did not. We moved too quickly in our decision making and then to make matters worse, we were too slow to talk with all of you. We didn't live up to the highest standards that we really set for ourselves. I'm sorry and I accept accountability. That sounds like an apology to me. It is, but I mean, I think the point people were making is that it's he's kind of made this about the Hearthstone esports thing rather than the whole situation as a whole. Right, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, it, it wasn't a Hearthstone situation. It was a political situation, and he's yeah. kind of dodged actually addressing that, hasn't he? So, I don't, I don't, no, I'm confused. Well, how do you mean? Well, the, well, the, he, the, the contentiousness of it was nothing to do with it being Hearthstone, was it? He didn't. He didn't say anything shitty about Hearthstone. He didn't like <laughs> um, you know the, the Blitzstorm. The guy who got banned. Like it was the whole point was that it was politically sensitive and. You know, the, this statement from JL and Brack is like saying sorry, but not actually saying. He's still not actually giving like any sort of opinion on what. Yeah, happened it's not an apology. Than, They're basically yeah. talking about their own speed of their own process, not actually for what the decision what was. Happened, yeah, like yeah, they're not they're not they're not apologising for that. They're just saying, oh well, mm. it was too quick or this and the other. No, no, no. But what, that's not an apology for what you actually did. Yeah. I mean, if I could continue, uh, so anyway, because okay. this goes on, so it says, so anyway, so apart from this apology, like the bans for the two casters and the Hong Kong player aren't going to be overturned, 
And then he then later on said, as you walk around this weekend, I hope it's clear how committed we are to everyone's right to express themselves in all kinds of ways in all kinds of places. So mm-hmm. then PC Gamer was contacted by one of the casters who was who was banned, you know, from this, yeah. who was really like frustrated by this statement because he said, like, you know, expressing myself is exactly what I did during casting. And then he just said, why is Blizzard, Blizzard still banning me for six months? You know, if they're if he's going around saying, you know, we we want people to express themselves, why is he still being banned? But then what was quite mm. interesting was that then um, Brack went back to PC Gamer and responded to this and explained okay. what he meant. And what he said was, he said that Blizzard support free speech, but they want official broadcasters to only focus on the games. So he's like, you can say what you like in like mm. games or whatever, but for our official broadcasts, we only we don't want any politics or anything. And it was the was the thing. So yeah, that was the the response to that. Huh. Again, that goes back to the discussion we originally had uh, when this news broke. It's whether political statements and political commentary should seep into you know sports, esports, mm. yeah, um, and stuff like that. It's a confusing one, and if that's there. Their stances that we don't want our um, our competitors and our broadcasters to uh, make political comments, then they've got every right to do that, haven't they? They have, but then one of the things that was dug up related to this was what uh, Blizzard's like China account said. So, okay, the whole oh, this would be interesting. Yeah. So what happened here was PC Gamer also asked net like asked if Netties who were like you know, mm-hmm. um, the Chinese partner, if they'd been involved in this at all. Mm-hmm. And then Brack said that, yeah, of course, they had been involved. And he also gave the whole thing about partnerships and how the fact that like, if, if you're a Western company and you want to work in China, you have to have a local, local partner. You're not allowed to just set up on your own. So NetEase was their partner. But then, like, NetEase, like, tweeted, like, well, not tweeted, but, like, on Weibo, which is, like, Chinese version of Twitter, kind of. They, I mean, they tweeted this. It says... um this is just after what happened. They said, we are very angered and disappointed at what happened at the event and do not condone it in any way. We also highly object um, the spreading of pers- personal political beliefs in this manner. Effective immediately, we're, we've banned the contestant from events and terminated work with the broadcasters. We will always respect and defend the pride of our country. So, I mean, mm. that's in itself is also political. Like they're making a yeah. they're making a very clear political point there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, you're absolutely right. So yeah. it doesn't it doesn't mesh. I mean what what was quite interesting was he then said that Blizzard though, like Blizzard in the US, hadn't like they, they weren't asked for comment on that before Blizzard China did that. And they said that if they'd have been asked they wouldn't have approved it. But we'll mm. never know, you know, if that's true or not. Yeah, and, mm. and would they have li- listened if they'd have proved it or not? It's fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's a real complicated situation. Um, but no, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. It was a, a shitty, um, a shittier response than than I first thought. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- this shit has to be ironed out and fast. Like, there needs to be a, a, a standard for this sort of stuff uh, mm. and what's expected within esports. Um, otherwise, you know, things are going to get very, very messy in the near future. To, to quite simply, a detriment to esports. You know, unless this stuff is sorted out um, and new standards are come into play, then it's going to be fucking all over the place, isn't it? On all all sorts of esports uh, in the near future. So it'd be interesting. I don't think it's the last we've heard of this sort of stuff. If you know what I mean? No, absolutely not. And I think you know this could, given how many Western companies 
are taking like Chinese money and <laughs> and wanting to engage with China and having to make compromises as a, re- as a result, they, like this could just be the tip of the iceberg. But yep, we'll yep, see. Yep, for sure. All right. Okay. Uh, next story is that Sony are shutting down the SingSar servers um, at the start of next year. What? Oh, at least we'll oh, get no. one good Christmas out of it, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the games still work, right? But you can't yeah. download the stuff and you can't upload scores and stuff. It's a bit weird because the offline features obviously will still be there, but you won't be able to buy new songs. But if you're a PS4 owner, you'll still be able to re-download, like purchase like stuff that you've already bought. But if you're in a PS- okay. but PS3 owners can't, which is odd. Like they, yeah, mm. you're just done basically. Well, strange. Yeah. yeah. So you because I I had a lot of good times on that <laughs> karaoke video game. Um, obviously Rockstar come along and kind of killed it off a little bit. Mm. Uh, but I, I mean, even when sorry, Rockstar who? was out... Rockstar? Sorry? You Rock Band? Oh, Rock Band, sorry, Rock <laughs> Band. <laughs> yeah, they killed it off with uh, Red Dead Redemption too. Um, no, the, you know, Rock Band come along and sort of killed it a little bit, but then even then, I still had a lot of time for SingStar because it was just way more simple and... Uh, you know, the family knew that better. They weren't really interested in picking up plastic guitars. They'd rather just stick with the SingStar they know, knew and loved. So we still got a lot of time out of it. And uh, what was it? The one on the PS3 that come out where you could then upload video clips. I remember... Do you remember <laughs> that, Matt? Uh, yeah, I, I stopped playing at that point. I mean, I, I I loved it when SingStar Rocks was out and that was like the pre-Rock Band Rock Band for me. But I, I didn't really bother the PS3 version, I think. Well, the one... I know you did loads of videos and they were, they were great to watch. Yeah, but. you do. I, they were just so funny. You could go... You'd upload clips of your videos and stuff. Like, when you were singing, it would flash up if you had a, a PlayStation camera plugged in. It would flash up that it's recording you. And then at the end, you can watch videos of it being recorded. And then there was this whole online community, so you could just go to this page, and it was a little bit like you know YouTube, you know. And you could just up, like, thumbs up, like, people's videos and all sorts of stuff. And it just, honestly, people... There were people that took that platform to another level you know they turned it into music videos and stuff and mm. the stuff you find people upload on there was just absolutely incredible um so yeah i mean it's it's sad that singstar's gone <laughs> essentially or it's dying um but at the same time i haven't played it for six or seven years so <laughs> it's fair um, enough it's not, <laughs> yeah it's fair enough isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. okay next story um dave i'm you know the Chelsea game at the moment? Go on. It's 4-4, four, four, and Ajax are down to nine men. It's, uh, it's insane. <laughs> okay, interesting. It was 4-1 a minute ago, and now it's 4-4. Four, four. It's insane. 4-1 <laughs> to who? Ajax? It, no, it was, yeah. Now it's 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Now it's 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, down Bloody to nine. It's insane. <laughs> How about you turn that telly off? Well, it's, Go on. you know, it's <laughs> night. Um, anyway. Go to Chelsea. Next, next story. Uh, PS4 sales have overtaken the Wii and the PS1. So... They've now shipped 102.8 million consoles, so it's now second in the list of best-selling home consoles of all time. That is fucking mental. That is actually insane. Well, I knew it was doing well, like we all did, but that is ah. Wait a minute. What? Read that again. What do you mean? I just had a thought. Read that again. Okay, so the PS4 is now shipped 102.8 million units, making it second. Right. Okay, what PS4? I don't know. Well, you, you mean whether it's are like they the bundling Pro in the... the PS4 Pro with the PS4? Oh, I have no idea. Changes yeah. things but definitely, slightly. yeah. Right. Okay. 
All right, but it means. I mean, don't get me wrong. It does skew the figures a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. still incredible. But if you're comparing it to the Wii, then like you'd instantly think, "Wow, the Wii was everywhere." But you've got to say that I'm pretty sure not a decent percentage, but there's a fair few million units in that that were upgrades from the PS4. Yeah, yeah like if there'd true. been a, a Wii 1.5 and you counted that all as one thing, that would probably then... <laughs> there was. It was called the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't do too well. Um, but it, I mean, it also <laughs> means that like the top three consoles now are all PlayStation ones. Like It's like PS2, PS4, and PlayStation. And... Yeah, I mean that's that's incredible. Yeah. But I would there should be an asterisk next to the, the PS4 one. Well, also includes the PS4 Pro. I mean, it's also um, really unlikely that it's ever going to overtake the PS2 because it's like 50 million units shy, and the PS5 yeah. is out soon, like next year. Whatever, I don't know. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. If they made the Pro, you know, more if they like said earlier, the Pros are 150 now. <laughs> yeah, what if they called it the PS4 2 and then wrapped that in with these figures? <laughs> oh no, they've announced that it's the PS5. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, that screwed that one. But um, I, it's not necessarily that that's the case, but I'm assuming that the PS4 Pro has been bundled in those figures. And uh, it makes it no less impressive, man. Fucking over 100 mm. million units of that console. Yeah. It's incredible. But I, when you're comparing it to the Wii, it's kind of like, you know. Because I, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, my God. But the Wii was, like, insane. Yeah. Everyone had one. Yeah. But, yeah, the amount of people that... I mean, we've got four people on this podcast, <laughs> which is a tiny percentage, I know. But we've all upgraded from a... We've all bought two of them, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that says something. What, what is interesting, though, <laughs> is it's just how this was supposed to be the generation which was going to be, like, one of the last generations of consoles and how it was all... You know, do you remember going into this? I was thinking true, that yeah. just the other day, James. Yeah. I was thinking that just the other day. Not necessarily the, the last generation of consoles, but I was thinking, do you remember just before this generation um, started, there was a big debate whether it would it would have physical media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, will it have dis- discs or is it just going to be download only? That was a big conversation leading into this generation. Mm-hmm. We're now, what? five years six years away like from that and we're expecting a new generation next year if you had to put money on it is it gonna have physical media of course it fucking is there's no way they're gonna drop physical media it's so weird that we're more confident about this generation than we were last it's crazy but there you go okay um also playstation now has hit a million subscribers so this has been since the price cut, and they've started including games like God of War and GTA Five, they apparently sign-ups have increased like in a big way. But mm-hmm. the, th- the funny thing about that is, if you then look at that as like a percentage of like how many PS4 owners there are, it's still tiny, isn't it? One percent. One percent. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I wonder how many subscribers uh, Games with Gold over there have. They, uh, not Games with Gold. <laughs> uh, um, Game Pass has got. Mm. Like, is that? Well, they. I wonder what the competition's like. They also talked about. I mean, Sony also like they. They said like the impact on their results was like really minimal, but they also said they've got thirty six point nine million PS Plus subscribers as well. So that's a. I mean, that's not half the user base, but it's still quite mm. a lot of like of people. Yeah, it's quite there, a so, lot. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Sorry. I've got... <laughs> He really, he's not going to last to his birthday. How old are you, James? Oh, no, that's it. He's dead. Oh, no, he's gone. Sorry, I had to mute it, and I couldn't get that's to all it. Right. That's all right. That's all right. That's Don't apologize. Right. It's fine. Anyway. Sorry. A weird show this week. I oh, know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> shouldn't have done this. It's a mistake. Um, Mario Kart Tour multiplayer is coming first for £5 a month subscribers. So this is Brilliant. coming in December, and it's going to be in beta for a while. 
But as I said, only for the gold members if you pay five pounds. So, yeah. Um, I've now officially met people that rate it. Really? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. They exist. Yeah. yeah. A few people said over the weekend. They're sort of more casual gamers. They go, "Oh, yeah. have you played the Mario Kart on the phone? It's fucking brilliant." And I was like, "Oh, shut the fuck up! Don't, <laughs> don't, don't get involved." Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you'd expect that. No, is anyone? No one's complaining about that, right? No, it's that's fine. I mean, it makes sense to yeah, give, it give like perks the right to people paying the the pro subscription. Yeah, it makes total sense. And it is a, a much smaller pocket, a smaller you know amount of people to test it with. It makes perfect sense. Yep, it's yep, still paid to be a beta though, I mean, it's like Why? when the game first came out, everyone kind of assumed like multiplayer should have been there from the beginning. It's like one of the core mm. things of Mario Kart. And then yep. just like removing it, and then just selling it to people that way. I mean, well, I'd rather they, like, they, yeah, they didn't remove it. It just wasn't in this. It just version wasn't of the there, game. was it? It's like, and then I don't know. I don't, uh, yeah, like, but did they decide to not include it, even though it was basically ready well, to go, so, well, and then hold sell on. it later Two on? Things. Yeah. Two things. Two yeah. things. The 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 base game's free, right? Yeah, I'd rather it so, wasn't. I mean, I know you would, but it is. Right? <laughs> Secondly, you're saying, oh, it's a core to the Mario Kart experience, so it should be in this. But how much core shit was left out of the Animal Crossing online game, uh, mobile game? Yeah, which was also you know, it's, bad. Yeah, it was really terrible. What's the- <laughs> My point is, is that, uh, you know, you can't go, I don't think this is something worth moaning about, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it as shitty at all, really. It's just what they're doing. I, I, I never went into this Mario Kart game thinking this was going to rep- be representative of, you know, the Mario Kart we know and love. Um, but isn't so that I don't, what, know. But I don't feel like it's me, though. I don't... Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But it isn't, though, is it? I suppose, yeah. You, you could be frustrated that it's not what you, like, want it to be, but... I mean, I just, I there, there have been better racing games on mobile. And it it's has. just a shame that it, it's not up there with some of the better ones for me. Um, what's what's um what's very clear, Sean, mm. uh, is that when Nintendo next uh, announce their next mobile game, probably best not to give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> until until it comes out and someone goes, yeah. no, this is actually fucking excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's probably best yeah. to I go think- into it going, this is gonna be done. Mm-hmm. I think everyone did that, leave it at that pretty early on, didn't they? Like after. What was that one they released? That the first thing they released. That was it. Mitomo. Mitomo. Yeah. I mean, that was bad. Oh yeah. And yeah. then we had we had oh, Mitomo was, was a bad, good laugh, man. People, for what it was, people went in for that. Yeah. yeah people went fun. in for that for like a, a, a couple of days, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and asking and stupid questions off. and doing funny answers, and your little guy reading it out with a rubbish text to speech speech engine. It was good fun for like they says about forty eight hours, and then it's. <laughs> <It's> all, <laughs> and then you deleted it. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, uh, Nintendo wants to bring cancelled 3DS games to Switch. So they're thinking of bringing back some cancelled games. These include, there was a game called Style Savvy. I've no idea what that was. Does anyone have any idea? No idea no. whatsoever. Okay. And there was also an unannounced... Are these, are these Nint- Sorry, are these Nintendo-made games? Presumably, yeah. I mean, they do... I know that Nintendo do, like, the uh, new style boutique and stuff like that, because, like, Rachel was really into that. And that's, like, their own, like... Um, that kind of mm. stuff. But there was also like an unannounced uh, Fire Emblem game as well that might have been a remake. Okay. And yeah, they were just, I mean, it was, uh, Furukawa said the company wanted to make more 3DS franchises available on the Switch to sort of convey the appeal of the light, you know, the idea that this is the new, like, uh, portable yeah. basically. I mean, this is yeah. weird though, right? 
Like, oh yeah, we've got some games that we never finished because they weren't good enough. And now they are? What? <laughs> well, no, I, I don't think I don't it's know. that. I think it's because the, the 3DS was at the end of its life, wasn't it? It was like coming right, towards okay. the end. Oh, so, see, like... so they were just canned because they were... Okay. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Although you uh, I think that Nintendo need to start pumping a few more games out for the Switch Yeah. Um, themselves. You know what I mean? At the moment, we've got... What we got for the rest of the year? Pokemon. We've got uh, Pokemon... And is that it from Nintendo? I don't yeah, know. I mean, we've, obviously we've just had Luigi's Mansion, which we'll talk about. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. But, but yeah, it's so got, between now and Christmas, it's yeah, it's not chocker, is it? No, and then you've got, at the start of next year, we've got Animal Crossing mm. and what else? Nothing? Question mark. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There will be I, more stuff, to, though, won't there? There's no way... Like, yeah, then, there will be more stuff, but it feels like the big hitters from Nintendo are already on the system. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it kind of needs to... They they need to do something, I feel, because I, I think I think the Switch has still got a fair few years' legs in it. So yeah, um, before the, we even start considering new hardware from them. I mean, I, I think uh, the Switch is not even at halfway point yet. I'd say there's, no, there's a lot. No, why. I'm with you. Yeah, there's a lot to still come. Yep. Totally. Okay, and speaking of Luigi's Mansion 3, it's the biggest Switch launch of 2019 so far. It's like beat out like Link's Awakening and Mario Maker 2. Although this may be because it was on sale like 24 hours earlier than other games, I think because of Halloween. Yeah, I, I read that. I, I think you've also got put... Um, I, I Yeah, no, it is surprising, and maybe that's the main reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Mario Maker 2, some people... Uh, I don't know. I I didn't see as much buzz around that as I did Mario Maker One, which is surprising because Mario Maker One was on the fucking Wii U. Um, and then Link's Awakening, obviously, that is a a remaster of a really old game being peddled out at full price. Now, obviously, you know, but from everything I've heard, it's actually well worth playing. But um, yeah, I could. I, I, I what I'm saying is that is it up to against big hitters? Who cares? It's still, we will talk about Luigi Luigi's Mansion Three and whether that is uh, that is the uh, is worth its title for being the biggest Switch launch this year. Should we talk about that now? Should we get straight into what we've been playing because we're done with the news? We're not done with the news. There's loads more stuff, but we could we could okay. We could a bit. It's close. Go, no, 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 close. no. It's fine. It's it's totally fine. Let's go back to the news. Well, no, it's boring though, isn't it? What's left? <laughs> What's what is left? Okay, we've got EA returning to Steam. Okay. Okay. Does anyone care about that? I think it's pretty interesting. <laughs> no, only that it was uh, evident that um, Anthem wasn't on the list of games that they were bringing to Steam. Yeah. And that was that was a bit awkward. There, there was uh, an Anthem think... story this week, but I left it out because I just thought I can't be bothered. Like, you had to go through that again. It's uh... no, no. It was probably best we leave that now. Yeah, and also they they've. I mean, EA had their financials, and they've basically just talked about how they're gonna. They want to, as I say, double down on live services because their digital games are doing so well. And yeah, that's the Great. other main story. See, I was going to start on, well, end on like a happy note, which is that the Japanese government... <laughs> happy have, note. Well, you know, it's because of what that caller, caller writer, someone oh, wrote <laughs> about this. Where he's, I'm sorry. What is going on again, This is the weirdest <laughs> show we've done for a long time. It's all over the place. It is a bit. It's all right, though, I like it. <laughs> this is as on the edge as you live in it, Sean, yeah, sorry. when the podcast goes a bit weird. <laughs> anyway, Sean, once we finish recording, Sean's going to sit back and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> go on, go on, James. The Japanese government have honoured Shigeru Miyamoto as a person of cultural merit. 
Why are you crying? <laughs> not, why are you crying? Are you just crying. really emotional? It's quite, it's quite emotional to be but, fair. No, it's, it's nice news though, isn't it? I guess. It is news. It's, it is it's news, one of those yeah. things that reading it, <laughs> I'm just like, well, was would you, was he not already? Like, yeah, was this... when when is that? I mean, when you had Mario opening the Olympics for you <laughs> or the, during a handover the Olympics, you might want to go, yeah, he's quite a cultural icon, yeah. the guy that made him. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I mean, what a legend. Yeah, what man. a legend. I said there's not many people that, that, that would... Uh, this is awful to say. There's not many people that would go that I would care about. I've, no, <laughs> like I, I was going to say like I, this is something I him. revisit in my head occasionally. Like, oh my god, yeah. what are we all going to do when Miyamoto dies? I don't dies? know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Fuck, man. When that get an- gets announced, it's like fuck. That has a bigger input. Like asking me there boss should for the be day, some off. Sort of day off. I can't be- yeah, <laughs> not fit to be in work. We both went there, but neither of us said it, did we? <laughs> 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 you all know what we're thinking, uh, but neither of us uh, wanted to say it. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, he absolutely deserves it, doesn't mm. he? I mean, fucking hell, he's, he's the face of video games, mm. in my opinion. Mm. That's it. Okay, speaking of Nintendo, loosely, <laughs> let's get straight into Luigi's Mansion, James, yeah. because... I can't wait to talk to you about this. So Luigi's Mansion 3 came out last Thursday. I wasn't going to buy it because Harry wanted it for Christmas. And I thought, well, we'll hold off. And uh, Joe said, oh, we've really got to get him that game for Christmas because it's like a big chunk of his budget for just a game that, you know, he plays for a bit and and then sort of moves on. And I was like, no, I'll buy it tomorrow then. She was like, what? I said that, well, I say buy it. I've got like a, Nintendo games are worth gold, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's mental. <laughs> New Super Mario U Deluxe, right? £32 trading at CEX. Brilliant. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, we paid fuck all for, um, That's that was a Wii U game. <laughs> uh, so we took took that in, traded in, got um, Luigi's Mansion. Um, you've played it, James? I have, yeah. I played. But Sean and Matt, you haven't? No. Correct. What do you think, James? Well, you see, I wasn't even really looking forward to this before release. I mean, we we played it at um, at EGX, didn't we? And I thought it was all right, and I've kind of liked the first one, but it's totally won me over, and I think it's amazing. <laughs> it's like, I'm, how fine to it are you? Okay, I'm about nine, no, about eight hours or so in, and yeah, but like what floor? Uh, oh, I can't remember which floor. I mean, I'm on the like the Egyptian theme themes. Floor. Right, okay, don't, don't say the themes. Don't say the themes. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's like tenth floor yeah, or something like that. It's like right, okay. So you're like two floors ahead of me. I think. Yeah. I, I am in love with this game. Yeah. Like, you know, usually people go and they they play like when it comes to sort of B tier Nintendo titles. Uh, like I would say, Luigi's Mansion was was that right? That's uh, mm. that's a fair thing to say. I mean, it's like a yeah, it's not the main event. Yeah. Um, you get those comments like it's really lovely. Oh, what a lovely, joyful experience this is, and it always rubs me up the wrong way because yeah. it's like that sounds like an average game with some cute stuff overlaid to sort of plump it up a little mm. bit. This is not that. This is this is just so fun to play like it's so satisfying it's hilarious it's absolutely hilarious like that there's a whole intro sequence that you play and that's a rarity in a in a nintendo game in, in itself like you load up a nintendo game usually you get a cutscene with a little bit of story 
and then you're straight into the game. Here, there's like a whole intro bit where you can go about doing stuff and then like before it all kicks off. Mm. Um, all of that stuff is fucking hilarious. I don't know about you, James, but but the biggest standout thing in this game is the animation. Mm-hmm. For everything you do, it just... You know how we say with Zelda Breath of the Wild that if I was to send you a screenshot, you'd think, what the fuck is this shit? Why is everyone <laughs> saying this game's beautiful? And then you see it in motion and you're like, wow, that's why it's beautiful. Like you're seeing everything moving. and It's exactly the same with this. It looks, obviously it looks sharper than Breath of the Wild because it's in enclosed spaces so they can really hone down on the visual uh, looks and each each level loads, you know, it's not all one big open world so that helps things. But everything moving together just feels fantastic and how things react to everything you're doing um the way luigi moves and walks and talks and reacts to things has had harry and i belly laughing at times i mean nothing will be funny in gaming than the way that egad runs yeah did you pick up on that with, yeah with his hair as well like when you yeah. first when you first meet up with him and then he's following you about for a little bit mm. The way he tilts his head back with his mouth open as he runs is fucking hilarious. It's straight out hilarious. It's just, um, it is like the amount of personality that has gone into like the animation. Like it just looks. I mean, I I do think this is probably maybe the best looking game I've seen on the Wii on the on the Wii on the Switch as well. It's just <laughs> yeah, uh, it's up there. Isn't yeah, it? it's incredible. But it is also yeah, like you said, it's also very funny like in places as well. And just I've also had that thing whereby have you had. That, I mean, I don't get this very much in games anymore, but like, just it's that I just want to keep going. Like, I don't want to stop, actually. Yeah, I don't want to stop because it does that thing. So, uh, if you played Luigi's Mansion before, a lot of it is that you're in a mansion and going from room to room, and in each room, there's some sort of puzzle to solve. Uh, and then sometimes you have to go from one side of the mansion to bring something over to the other side, and blah, blah, blah. This it sort of segregates it all into floors. So you're in a hotel this time and um, each floor has a different theme. So there might be a garden theme or a, um, a cinema or something like that. And the themes make no sense to the context of this being a hotel. I mean, the, the, I've been up nine floors and I've not seen any rooms other than I mean, the ones that you start in, like bedrooms or anything. Go on. It feel, I mean, it feels more like a theme park, doesn't it, really? Yeah, it's totally a theme park. Like the, the areas are so different to one another, and they're so ridiculous that you sort of it, it, the how ridiculous the uh, the floors are is actually becomes a joke in itself. But um, it's it's not just that. It's the when you said the levels level of love and detail that's been put into the animation, it's put into everything you do. Yeah, like everything, everywhere. I don't know about you, but the first time I walk out from the lift into a floor I'm holding down that hoover button and just sucking everything up seeing what I can react interact with seeing what wobbles what you know little secrets that I can find because there's secrets fucking everywhere man Mm -hmm. I like um early on in the game I found one of those gems those collectible gems and it was like this is your first gem and I was like okay so this is I've got to find five gems across this hotel obviously but no, that's per floor. And the fact that I've only found one or two... I felt that I've explored every single area, like every single room of each floor that I've been on. But I've only come away with about two or three gems per floor. So I'm kind of thinking, fucking hell, there must be so much even now that I'm missing um, that 
I'm all, already think about when this is done, I'm going to try this and this and this and go through each floor again to try things out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just brilliant. Well, that, and that's it the thing. It really, really is. And that's the thing, and it? it's like the interacting with the world is just so nice. Like the, I hate using that word, but you know what I mean. Like you know, like you said, like sucking everything up and then figuring out what you can interact with. So satisfying, and, also, and it knows it as well. Yeah, like also like the plunger thing as well. Like you know, because you get quite a good like sort of moveset don't you like of different things you can do whereby like from time to time though i often forget like things i can do and then you're suddenly like, oh i need to use this you know to like you're talking about R- rl and yeah like uh, was it no yeah r and l to make him explode yeah, yeah. right there's things like that where you yeah, just like yeah. you forget like actually you can like you know you can do this then suddenly it's like oh yeah i can do this and this this will kind of get me through this bit but it's like i mean i found also like the puzzles i mean it's a game that's based basically around puzzles isn't it it's not really like the combat is is okay and it works it works fine enough but really it's about sort of figuring out each floor but you say that but right but the combat for a game that focuses on the puzzle and the combat certainly as you say takes a sort of backseat it's still fun though when you line up when you when you're surrounded by about five or six ghosts and you pick one of them up and slam yeah. them into all the others it, that is fucking well satisfying mm. there's no there's no doubt about that but yeah no it is mainly about the puzzles themselves but also like the puzzles i've found so far i mean I, i'm probably about two-thirds of the way through and it's it's got that really really nice balance of things not being always completely obvious but also not irritating to the point of wanting to like look stuff up or whatever, and you do, no, and you do feel kind of like clever or whatever once you figured something out. It's it's. There was one puzzle that frustrated me for a while, but um, and I, I, when I found out the solution, I was kind of a bit. They could have made that a little bit more obvious. Is this on the? Um, is this the film set? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the one we were talking about yeah. recently. Yeah, that, see that one. Was, once you've got the first bit though, then it all makes sense. Yeah, it's, then it's yeah, it's, it just all goes forward yeah. from there. It's just working out that first little bit, but. Um, yeah, and it, it's the Guiji stuff is brilliant as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I understand that Guiji was also in the second one. Is that true? I don't think so. I don't remember that. I think he was. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, mean, I, I didn't play a lot of the second one, but I don't remember him. No, he wasn't in the stuff that I'd played. But I thought that was brought forward from the second one. Was the ghost dog? Yeah, yeah, the ghost dog's been in it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I was about to say because <laughs> when it starts, you start on a bus on the way on your holiday with um, Toad, Peach, and Mario, and like Luigi's sitting at the back of the bus, and then all of a sudden there's a ghost dog there, and I was like. <laughs> Why is no one going? What the fuck is a ghost dog being doing it? But yeah, obviously it must be um, carrying on from the second one. I'll tell you what, Dave. Um, I, I had a moment the other day when I was picking up the children from school, and you know, at school they always have like railings and stuff. And I was standing there, I just thought, Guigi could get through those. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Because <laughs> it, it's brilliant. There's even sort of areas that Guigi's in, and that you think, oh, there's like a grate there, but clearly. That's not part of the level, so that's just like wall decoration mm. that probably they haven't thought about. But no, if Guigi, if you if Guigi, you try and get through it with Guigi, he walks through and there's a little hidden secret behind there, and you just think, "Fuck me, this is so good." Every, everywhere there's these little hidden secrets, whether it be um, secret ghosts or gems or booze, whatever. Like, there's just so much to do on when each it, floor. When you say it's booze, so as in plural of boo, not. You stashing like vodka around? No, no, no. Booze, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of just checking. Like, Guigi was actually in the 3DS version of Luigi's Mansion. Yes, so yes. Ah, okay. Oh, the 3DS version of the original Luigi's Mansion because ah. they remade it, didn't they? So that's where they've added it from. But what I love about Guigi, other than 
the fact that it it's a cool little mechanic that they've used really well within the game, uh, especially with some of the puzzles, you know. Um, uh, combining like it, it boss battles and stuff like that, you use him in and all sorts yeah. of shit. It's just brilliant. Um, well, the, yeah, the boss battles what, are like really inventive as well, like and just really oh god, yeah, the one that on the level we were just talking about was insane. Yeah. Like uh, J- Harry and I were both sitting there with our jaw on the floor, just eyes wide open, just like drooling because it was just so funny mm. and looked incredible. Um, but anyway, uh, the what the thing that I love is when you're controlling Luigi, Luigi just goes like floppy. Yeah. And the other way around, so when you're um, controlling Luigi, Luigi goes floppy. But if certain things happen while you're in that sort of state, then they react in a funny way, don't they, Jack? It's like, so if you're Luigi and you pick up like a something that you need, maybe a, a lift button or whatever, <laughs> you see Luigi in the background sort of like, slowly like as if he's pissed just raise his thumb yeah yeah <laughs> like because he's still in this status of being knocked out but he's reacting to something that's going on on screen first time i saw that we laughed for ages um it just what's brilliant about this game is that each floor is really small and but it's just packed as full as it can be with either things to use your hoover on things to make you laugh or a puzzle Mm. or a little hidden secret and to see each floor so dense with ideas Mm. it's it's mind like it's not mind-blowing no it's not mind-blowing it's just incredibly fun to play every second you're playing it there is that but then also i think the pacing is really good because i've had a couple of, of floors where it's been like you know you have some floors which are really heavily like based on like exploration and puzzles and everything but then mm. later like a couple of the floors are more sort of combat focused instead and it's really nice actually because you you do get this sort of like you get a bit of a break from thinking okay am I going to be spending like an hour or whatever exploring this place oh, I don't really feel like that I've just done that for an hour and then you get like more more sort of combat instead which is yeah mixes things up a bit yeah yeah and I I, I as I said it, it's not going to be mind blowing if you're going into this thinking this is going to be an incredible new experience. If you played a Luigi's Mansion game, you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah. Um, it's just how well they've nailed everything that game does um, and how every second of it is fun to play. You know, like as you say, you unlock a new floor, you want to play that new floor. You don't want to turn it off at any point. Um, we've had to be forced to turn it off. And we've got this stupid rule that I wish we never did now where um, I'm playing it with Harry and neither of us are allowed to play it with each, without each other. Um, so the amount of times I've been sitting uh, at home in the evening just thinking... All I want to do is load that fucking game up and play it again, but <laughs> I can't until Harry wakes up in the morning. Um, but yeah, no. That's a class. It's a bit like with um with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You know how that was like not I wouldn't you know, not maybe like the ultimate version of Mario Kart or whatever, but it was just nailed so much about Mario Kart and what was good about it. This feels the same, like in the sense that it's not like absolutely mind blowing, but it's just so well made and just yeah, so much fun to play. Well it's it's I can't believe that we're free Luigi Man- Luigi's Mansion games in, and it can feel so fresh. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they it, it feels so good to play, and it's packed with so many good ideas. 
that you kind of think this was this felt like a concept game when it first came out, mm. it, like a concept series that a one and done. Hey, we've got this neat idea for a game, and we'll so we'll do it, and then that'll be that. Um, but they haven't. Like it's like Jesus, like Toy Story Four. Like, why are they doing another one of these? Oh, that's why because <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, I, 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 Sean. Don't know how Matt will react to it, mm-hmm. to be quite honest with you, but I know Sean will love it. Yeah, I've I've been really surprised, but just just by quite how positive everyone's been about it. And as you say, it's a Nintendo game, and apparently it's only about what fifteen hours long, something like that. Yeah, it's about so, 10 to fifteen, I think. Yeah, so it's going to be one of those games that I'm going to be devastated when it's over. Like I am going to be absolutely gutted when it's over. Yeah. I've been enjoying it so much. I think sure, but, um, it's maybe yeah. partly because expectations were not massively high, like with this. Yeah, and yeah, it's ended up right. being so good. Like it's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a shock. Like, yeah. I mean, as but I yeah, said, it's this, sorry, gone. I was. I mean, this has really been my favorite of their releases this year of like Nintendo stuff. It's mm-hmm. been better than anything else. I think. Mm. Cool. It's up there. But yeah, as I say, it's like, yeah, it's a full price game but actually if it's that short you probably knock it out in a week and then get it traded in if you <laughs> basically well, cost wait, you about if you, if you keep it for about four years it'd still be worth <laughs> yeah <laughs> just 10 pound less than what you pay for it so um yeah. yeah i mean if you if you've got a switch and you're i'm in an iron about it you should seriously give it a go mm. um if you're not digging it by say the third or fourth floor then chances are you might not dig it mm-hmm. um but i mean yeah I, I, you know about pressing the d d pad yet james no what's this so this is great so uh, one of the things i was thinking when i was playing it was ah uh, you know I, as much as as good as this is i still miss like it doesn't do the thing where luigi's in luigi's mansion one luigi would walk about humming to himself yes and calling out for mario a lot yeah. <laughs> um, and it didn't do it but and it doesn't do the humming stuff so i kind of miss that still but if you press left or right on a d-pad he does shout out for mario oh no i didn't know that yeah, That's brilliant. Totally, yeah i didn't know it either harry puck so harry and i have just been passing the pad constantly so if one of us has got an idea we'll pass it to each other and all this sort of stuff so i went to grab it off him and i accidentally hit the pad and he just went mario we both just pissed ourselves laughing and then that was it we were hammering that d-pad like over and over it's so good um yeah Really good. Oh, although I did notice this. I don't know if you noticed this either. Mario speaks not a lot, but he speaks a fair amount in the opening of the game, right? Mm-hmm. How long do you reckon Charles Martinet's got doing that character? Because <laughs> it, it, the aging is starting to come across in Mario's voice really? now. Yeah, I'd, I'd say <laughs> it so. Was, it I was mean, like, I, ah, let's go. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was actually <laughs> okay, thinking. Maybe do another take. I was actually thinking, like, they must have all this stuff on tape already. Like, why? Why are they still asking him to do new stuff? It's like, That's well, because that, well, you, would you? He doesn't. Does he do Luigi's voice as yeah. well? So. Obviously, there's a fuck ton of lines that he's got. Yeah, but he must have everything now. But they must have got like the whole like <laughs> Mario's basic yeah, vocabulary. But when he shows thing. up at the door, are you going to be the guy that turns around and goes, "No, you've done everything yeah, we, now. We've got everything Charles. now. We don't need you anymore. We've got everything." Yeah. You said, but uh, have you said? Uh, have you got me saying, "Let's go"? Yeah, we've definitely got that <laughs> now. How about Wahoo? You've got plenty of Wahoos, yeah. Charles. Can you please leave the building? <laughs> I'm sure we've got hundreds of them, like different versions, different games. You know, we could choose what we want. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, no. I mean, if if you're interested in it, there must be a demo out, right? Have they put a demo out for this? I think they might have done. I don't, th- I don't think they have. No, I thought there was. They should totally put the EGX demo out because that's what sold me. Because as you know, I wasn't really interested in this. Mm. Uh, interested in this, and um, I don't know why I needed to repeat that. I thought I fucked up my words. I had. <laughs> And until I played that EGX demo and I was like, oh, this is actually really, this is a lot better than I thought it would be. Um, And that convinced me to give it a go. So if that comes, if they do bring a demo out, play that. And if you liked what you played in the demo, then you will love what's in the game. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of essential. I think it might be essential, James. I think it is. And yeah, just loved it. Yeah, I don't really cool. have any interest in this, but everyone's loving it so much. Uh, maybe it'll just be a Christmas game I'd play. Oh, what a game that'd be to play over Christmas. Yeah, that sounds really Are good. Are you doing actually. any travelling over Christmas, Matt? Um, no, they're coming to us this year. But are you going to have time to just... Yeah, get I'll, on your I'll, switch I'll and handheld sure, yeah. yeah, I'll have time. Because obviously the next oh, few weeks are like just... taken up by Death Stranding and then Jedi Fallen Order yeah. and Shenmue and stuff. So, uh, I, I mean, I wasn't really interested and I played EGX and it felt a bit fiddly, but maybe that's just the setting I was playing it in. But, um, yeah, you've so... just got to get used to playing it because it does not play like a usual game like that. You know, the, it's all about rotation rather than that freedom of movement that you get with Mario games and mm. stuff. But everyone's um, had such glowing things to say about it. I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm still not interested, but, but I, I, I would like to play it to see what all the fuss is about. So, uh, yeah, maybe play it's Christmas it over game. Christmas. Play it over Christmas. I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I can't think of a better game to just sit down with over Christmas and hammer through. Not too long. Really fun to play. It's just perfect, man. Uh, yeah, good game. Good yeah, game. Very good game. Um, anything else for us, James? What else should be? I mean, I played the outer, uh, the outer worlds as well. But I mean, how are you getting on with that? Well, because that's on my list too. It's slowed up a bit for me at the moment because I've just got to really? Monarch. Do you do you know there? Have you been there yet? Yes. Well, no. I've heard stories of Monarch, but I've not been there yet. But um, John said exactly the same thing that it starts to fall off a cliff a bit, but then gets really good again towards the end. So okay. Well, I hope that's um, the case because at the moment it's just it, I found the environment to be a bit irritating because it's. It's the first time where I've... I assume, based on what I've heard about it, there's lots of combat on that. There's lots of combat. I also found the map system really odd as well, because, you know, like, if you want to bring up the map, you have to, like, go into, like, your inventory, but then you have to, like, press right twice as well to get to the map. So... Yes, yeah, that's annoying. What's annoying then is if you're, like, trying to navigate to somewhere, because the stuff on Monarch, you can't just go in a straight line to anywhere. You've got to go around, like, mountains and all sorts of stuff. So... Does Does the nav point not? help you with no that. because it's the nav point is like pointing to where it is but it doesn't take into uh, the account the fact that you've got to go around a load of stuff to get to it so it's quite that's it's quite easy to walk for a while and then realize that you're actually no closer so then you bring up the map and then like which takes like you know quite a few button presses you have a look and you're like what yeah, am i facing? wait for it to load for ages yeah they're like am i facing the right way you start to walk and then you like bring up the map again it's like no i'm not facing the right way i need to turn again and it's just a bit annoying. And it's it's what I found annoying is it's just that the mission do you remember you know like Groundbreaker, that that stuff. Yeah. That, I loved all yeah. of that. I thought it was really interesting. Oh god, it was so good. Yeah, the mission yeah, stuff is fantastic. Whereas on Monarch I've just found it it the pace has slowed and the side missions that are on there I haven't found that interesting either. And uh, yeah, so I'm hoping it's gonna pick up again, but yeah, I'm not enjoying it as much That's as I was shame. at the moment. But uh, yeah. no, I mean, I, I've I've played a lot more of it. Um, I'm still in love with it, but I'm not at the part 
where you're at. I, I, I said to you in the week that it just reminds me so much of Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. There's, there's that feeling of building a crew yeah. like you get in Mass Effect and caring about each member of your crew and See that, wanting to take them along. That's the other problem I've had on Monica as well, which you may, may find. Um, because like the, like I picked up a character there and I'm not finding it. I'm not finding her terribly interesting is the thing. And I'm like doing the side missions like for that character, but I don't really care enough. And it just, it, yeah, you well, know. surely you just, I mean, I had characters like that at Mass Effect. I just didn't take them anywhere or do any of their missions. Yeah, I know, but it's, I don't know. I still feel like I want to like see what their story is. And but then you find like once you get into it and you've been playing it for like quite a long time, then you begin to realise actually the story is not as interesting as I thought it was going to be, and right, okay. you just feel like you've sunk a lot of time into something which isn't that great. That's a shame, really, because I've been absolutely loving it. Like the atmosphere, the world. Um, I've been enjoying the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah, pretty much everything about it. I've been really getting into, but because. Uh, that's the other thing yeah about like the combat on monarch like i mean you were saying was it john said that it's like really combat heavy and no no i'm i'm going by because as you're walking around groundbreaker they're going oh have you heard of monarch it's overrun by monsters yeah and i was thinking okay and it's i mean that uh, sounds like a battle zone it's just like running out of ammo constantly as well which is that gets quite oh, irritating and it's yeah it, that's really quite annoying. That's the, one of the other main problems I've had on there. So, but I'm hoping once I've done this, I'll move off to another planet. It will pick up again. So, yeah, we'll see. You rolling with my boy Felix? Absolutely, every time. God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, that guy's good in a gun battle. He is, uh, no doubt about that. He has some good conversations right. as well. But yeah, anything else for us? Uh, no, that's what I've, I've had this week. Okay, well, I'll tick off my list as well then. Um, so I, the only other game I had on my list was uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill, oh, yeah, yeah, which is what uh, Sean's been talking about. Matt, have you played this yet? No, not yet, no. I'm surprised, actually. I thought you'd... I think you'd like this. Yeah, I've had it downloaded. Um, I just never got around to playing it this week. There's not much more to say than what um, uh, Sean said last week. It's very good. I mean, the the... The feeling of control of that bike is is fantastic, and mm. that's what makes it so fun to play. You know, as you said last week, the braking is what you're doing initially until you realise that actually just skidding yeah. seems to be the far <laughs> better way of uh, turning corners rather than uh, whacking the brake on and stuff. I the I have got one minor issue mm-hmm. with it. I haven't been getting into the score uh, stuff, the leaderboard stuff, yeah, because. So the way it works is that there's various different checkpoints down the mountain that you're going down, right? The path you're going down. When you get to the bottom, it gives you the time that it's taken for you to get from the start to the bottom. However, it doesn't include the runs where you crashed. Yeah. So yeah, once always, you hit the checkpoint... Yeah, when you go back to a checkpoint, the, it resets the timer to the point at which you passed the checkpoint, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I went to leaderboards and it was like it tells you how many times you crashed down the right hand side and then it tells you your but that's meaningless you don't have to look at that and mm-hmm. um, but it, it also tells you the t- the time that you scored and i was like 2 minutes 20 and you, i think you were like 2 minutes 10 right and then the top of the my leaderboard was uh, john and mm-hmm. it was like 1 minute 30 something but we'd only crashed like two or three times and he crashed like i think it was like 27 times <laughs> and i was like so he's obviously okay, like he's trying. He's just hammering it yeah. down the mountain as quick as he can, yeah. which I guess is what they want you to do. I just like it. Kind of takes that risk reward out for me. Yeah, because it's like okay, well I'll just keep 
going down this really hard place into one outlet. Yeah. And if you're persistent with it, then you might... I'm not saying that's what John did, but it's it certainly took that... Like, I, I, I was thinking, well, I'm playing it wrong then. Because I am... Yeah, because I suppose... I'm taking the easier <laughs> routes to avoid crashing Yeah, uh, at times, but there's no benefit in doing that whatsoever. Yeah, you so may as well just keep trying to do the hard stuff and fail. Go down and the hardest over, route every yeah, time. Yeah, because I, I guess that, like, you know, really high-level play, the argument is probably that, yeah, but if you crash, you're going back to the checkpoint and then you're carrying on from a standstill rather than just bombing it through the checkpoint. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. But, that's, but... but obviously we're nowhere near there yet. So that, so to us, that's not really helpful, is it? Um, so, yeah, no, I see what you mean. That is, yeah, I don't really know what the answer is. It's a is. weird decision to make. Yeah. With the, 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 the answer's already been fixed with trials. How did trials do it? Well, it just, the timer just did not reset when you went back to a check. Oh, point. right, okay, so it just, yeah. The okay. timer was from start to finish. Yeah. The, the punishment for crashing was that you had to go back to the checkpoint. And if you did it without crashing, then obviously your speed's going to be, yeah. your time is going to be way, way quicker than most people. Yeah. So, um, yeah kind of disappointed by that because that is a side of the game that I was really looking forward to getting into mm. and it's kind of killed it for me um, but other than that I mean it's yeah it looks beautiful as you say mm. like very atmospheric very calm into play mm. um, and yeah it was another game that I was playing with Harry over the weekend and oh, cool. just absolutely cracking up at the crashes and uh, like he loved playing it but he, he liked going as fast as he could and then hammering the B button <laughs> you know what the B button does the- so it makes sure Rider go floppy and oh then shit! You I didn't know that was a yeah, it's it, it's it's sort of like the cancel button yeah. return back to the checkpoint, but obviously the, the the cyclist just goes floppy on the thing, so he'll fly off the fly off a mountain and then hit B and just laugh as he sort of ragdolls <laughs> off of the screen and stuff. So yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun to play, and I mean we didn't pay a penny for it because it was on Game Pass, but um, it's a shame because that sort of competitive uh, niggle in the back of my head. That usually goes off with these sort of games didn't uh, didn't kick off this time, mm. uh, and it was simply because of the way it dealt with uh, the time trials. Yeah, so it's yeah, a bit yeah. of a shame. Yeah. Um, should we go, Matt? You've been really quiet. What's up? Um, nothing. I'm just waiting for. What's your, what just bored, mate. Just bored. Just bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I finished Disco Elysium this week. Uh, I think Sean yeah. did as well. Yes. Um, did it live up to the high expectations? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was loving it before. Uh, and 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 that continued to the end, really. I mean, I I just played it and played it and played it until it's done. And I I think when um, this game was announced or when reviews started coming out, um, and we got code, I was like, oh, sixty hour game. I'm, there's no chance we're playing a sixty hour game like now. I don't care how good this is, but I did manage to play like fifty two hours. Um, I was going to say, was, Matt, because I my finished total it in the end. I finished it in about thirty, and I don't feel like I skipped anything. So where have you pulled no, another twenty two hours from? <laughs> but but then uh, on the subreddit, so I saw mm. someone saying, oh, "I finished this game in twenty hours. Have I played it wrong?" And other people play it in sixty. Mm. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's weird, if you, isn't it? If you just somehow can get along the main path, I don't know. I mean, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you're not the only you one. Say, like, wait, are you um, saying that Sean just mainlined it? No, no, because I did it in twenty hours. Um, yeah. And they and 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 those posts also said, "I didn't mainline it. I just played the game. Is it? Have I done it wrong?" Mm. And whereas I was, I mean, I think we're, it was suggested it's like a 60 hour game. I don't know. I mean, I think. I've, yeah, I've seen people say. You're just say, a really, really slow reader. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I was putting my finger beneath every word. It's like played to no. Um, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, mean, you put your bookmarks sideways to take it line by line. That's what I yeah. used to do at school. I mean, I, 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 I did tons of quests. I mean, when you finished mm-hmm. a game, Sean, like how many yeah. did you have? Like hardly any quests left, or loads of. What was your quest Well, I was, was going to say, yeah, so I didn't have many left. Um, and I did, I mean, this is probably the only criticism I've got of the whole thing, um, is that the pacing sort of went off a bit towards the end. Like, because generally speaking, the way it works is, like, if you're struggling with a mainline quest, like there's a, like, there's a tough skill check that you're not good enough to pass or whatever, you sort of think, like, right, well, I'll sack that off and I'll do some side stuff for a bit, get some experience points, level up, um, and then you can try the, you know, the main stuff again. Whereas because those side quests were drying up towards the end, it did it did feel like a bit of a struggle, like just trying to find things to do to get more experience points and, and level my skills up. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, other than that, like the ending absolutely floored me. I've seen people saying they were disappointed by it. Obviously, we're not going to go yeah, into Yeah, I've read detail. a couple of those things. But yeah, and I can, on the surface, I, I can see why. Um, it's, it's something I had to go away and think about um for a bit um and you know and i think i linked you matt to there's a there's a really yeah, good article yeah, about the ending and, article, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's just really smart it's just a really good explanation of um what you know what this one person thinks the ending means and how it sort of fits in the you know the pantheon of like detective fiction which obviously is something i know nothing about so that was really interesting um yeah i, I think this game is going to be talked about for a long time um it's yeah it's it was last week Woo. Um, <laughs> i can i say because yeah. the impression i got last week mm-hmm. was that it was kind of a choose your own adventure book and you could die at any time like the, the, yeah so when you were saying oh yeah i got to the end i was mm-hmm. kind of like yeah but i'm assuming that there's like a billion ends and because you you were talking like last week where oh, i set my Say a resistance or something too low, and right, it yeah, meant yeah. I um, broke my. I don't know. It's interesting. I, I've not looked at other endings. It sort of felt like the ending I got, like pretty much. It feels like pretty much everyone could have got more or less yeah. the same ending. I, um, I think it funnels you towards. Uh, yeah, towards a, I, I also haven't checked on whether there are multiple, but I, mm. I would imagine. It all goes towards that same ending. Yeah, I think there'll uh, there'll okay. be there'll be nuances in in certain bits of dialogue and certain certain things um certainly so what happened when you died and you could you set the stats up wrong so what happens there you just reload the save yeah you just load your last save and then you just don't attempt the thing that killed you um i, right, I later okay. found out because you know, I, I mentioned so the, the example of like your, your tie on the ceiling fan yeah what i think what is intended because what seemed to happen to a lot of people is that's literally in the first two minutes of the game and that See, that seems to kill a lot of people so i think that was put there as a sort of like be fucking careful this is the sort of stupid shit that can get you killed if you if you're not careful um so so for most people that just happened in the opening minutes right you know no harm done um now i know that is a potential risk whereas i dodged that that never happened to me yeah same um, here which is yeah which is why i was like three hours in when like kicking a furnace killed me instead um so that's yeah, I can sort of see that that's maybe what they intended, but obviously it doesn't necessarily work for all players. But whatever. Um, when you say you reloaded your stat, like you had to rebuild so, your stats, no, no, right? No, 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 no you just reload save. a previous save. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you were saying that oh, it was because I had my whatever set way too long. Oh, my endurance. Yeah. 
Endurance, yeah. yeah. So how, when you reload your save, you can't just reset your endurance, can you? Well, you just wait until you've got enough experience points to then level that particular yeah, right. stat. Okay. Yeah. The the way it works okay. is there's there's different types of skill checks. Um so like you know when you're trying to do something it'll come up with a skill check and it tells you like what your percentage chance of of pulling it off is based off how difficult it is and what your current skill is. But there's white checks and there's red checks. So red checks are like sort of story crucial moments that you can only attempt it once and then pass or fail like the story moves on regardless. Whereas white checks it's like you can have a go if you fail it you can come back later and try again but only if either you've like done something in the story or you've increased the the relevant stat um right so yeah so you can come back and reattempt some of these like later on um okay. which is quite you know you like, you can open up your journal and it's like here's all the available skill checks that you've found and it highlights the ones that you can now reattempt as a result of did you, you ever know, go back it? to do them because i did yeah 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 quite a few yeah uh, I know I, I had that, but I, I must have opened a me- well, I opened a menu when I had like notifications that I had checks to redo, but I never ever actioned any of them. I just right. didn't go back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, How did you get an extra twenty two hours out of it? <laughs> I just walked around everywhere. <laughs> I did a lot of walking and a lot of talking. See, I, I um, mainly ran. I don't know if that makes. Well, I no. I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I can't, can't be twenty two hours in it, but yeah, twenty two <laughs> hour difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the end of the cool. first day, you came, your partner, he was just like, why are you running everywhere? It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was quite cool. But yeah, um, um, yeah, no, I, yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um, like I, I am wondering, Matt, if we should like pull some people together and do a spoiler cast at some point. I would love to do that because there's, yeah. there's just so much to yeah. deconstruct. So I, I, think, I think I've said on Twitter after I finished it, like I'll be thinking about it for a long time. There's lots to, mm-hmm. lots to deconstruct. I'd love to see, I mean, like... Um, like a no clip documentary or mm. like some sort of post mortem about this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there must be lots of fascinating things about how mm. the story came about, but also just what it says. Uh, yeah, it has some really emotional parts. I, I, I messaged you yeah. about uh, towards yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a, a stunning story for a game that on first look, I don't think it was, I, I don't play these games. I don't know what's happening. Mm. I never played a game like this. I haven't got time for a sixty-hour game, but um, I totally fell in love with it, and I, I didn't. I couldn't really stop playing and, until I finished it. So yeah. I'm really thankful I did. I did play, it and I'm 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 really happy that they've announced there's going to be console ports next year. Yes. So more people will get a chance to play it next year, and uh, I will and I think definitely give this a go. I think they've said. So it's just like vague comments and in interviews, but yeah, there are like sequel or expansion plans as well. So oh, really, um, yeah, so yeah, really excited. I mean, um, I, I want, I want so much more in this universe. There's so yeah. much more that that could be done. You know, it could be like entirely new people or, yep. or whatever. I just want, yeah. there, there's, I want to see more in this universe. It's a, it's it's a, it's an oppressive sort of dirty, grimy place, but I, I really fell in love with mm. everything about it. Really. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I I totally think you should do a spoiler cast, but when you say pull some people in, yeah, I want to be able to approve that. You want to vet it, yeah. Okay, <laughs> anyway. yeah. Who are you thinking, Sean? <laughs> uh, well, I know Chris Spann really wants to do something. No, uh, no. Okay, fine. Next, um, that's pre- that's pretty much it. That's the list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking because I know uh, Joe Scrabbles is a massive fan, but he's not finished it yet, so. And he wouldn't appear on this no, podcast. No, probably not. It's too, good. it's too good for us. Yeah. I mean, um, um, I, I mean, I, I've never spoke to him, but it'd be great to get Simon Cardi in. And I mean, I, no, I can't no, remember God, who. Yeah, of course. 
Like, I, can't, I can't remember who, like, uh, GameSpot gave it a 10 this week as well, but I can't remember who wrote the review. It would be uh, awesome. It was, it was so, I remember the surname was Wild Goose. No. Stevie no, okay. Wild Goose. Keep, silly surname, keep game rolling out. these names out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean uh, yeah when it comes out on when it comes to consoles next year definitely check it i mean james especially like it taps into a lot of things that i know are, are of interest to you um i think you'll you'll get so much out of it it's really jokes good. aside sean mm-hmm. we should just do this as a separate podcast rather than one at the end of a normal show oh yeah 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 that's you just I, single it out yeah. and just put it out as a separate that's podcast, what i'm thinking I think yeah I think, I think we can definitely get enough out of it that it'd be worth you, doing you know the other games of this type that you mentioned last week and i i, yeah. I sort of forgotten but are any of those mm-hmm. on console they're on switch isn't one of them on switch uh, so yeah, so Planescape Torment um, recently came to Switch. It's also on iPad. Uh, I think but that's probably, the one that's like twenty odd years old, right? Yeah, and it, but it's still. I mean, I'm, I'm it... about to revisit it for Kane and Rince. I think I mentioned. So maybe let me do that, and I'll let you know if it's still worth. <laughs> it's yeah, because I would like to <laughs> see more. It's certainly, in, it, certainly in yeah, certainly the writing in it has as you know been a, a high watermark for a long time. But it's just whether or not the game itself holds up i guess um cool but yeah then there's also the sort of sequel uh torment tides of numenera which that is on consoles um that's okay. very good so yeah nice well, fun yeah um, matt so have you got anything else no, i beat my first proper boss in sekiro uh on on the weekend which is awesome is that, that it's the uh goyobu niwa it's like that guy on horseback or whatever oh, he's, yeah, riding. He's, he's notorious isn't he he's a fucker yeah, that's I'm under the impression that you sh- you've taken a long time to get to a boss. Yeah, Do you know if I, that's right. I did that one, like, and I didn't play it for even that long. I'm I'm surprised. I mean, I'm on my like fifth stream, so I think I played for like 16 hours. I mean, I'm, I'm doing other bits. Yeah, that's my first part. I've done like, the, the mini bosses up leading up to it, but yeah, I did that, and then I did the the flaming ball. Um, after that, that one's um, quite. Did difficult. you cheese it? Uh, no, I didn't know. What, what is the cheese for that? Oh, there's a the massive cheese. It's really funny because John was having a break- breakdown doing that boss. Um, and uh, he said, oh, and then I watched a YouTube video of someone cheesing it and I did it first time. And I went, was that the one where you sort of go up to a corner and you just do a wall jump over the ball constantly? And uh, eventually you, you break him and then, you know, break his stamina, and, stamina and then no, you take him really way. easily. But it's it's really funny because um, uh, what do you call it? It's, re- it's really funny because the guy who's demonstrated it, I think, might have. It was like the first time he tried that technique, so he might have been told about it and then tried it out. But he just thought it was hilarious that this boss that was giving him so much shit suddenly become, <laughs> I guess, totally a, a video game glitch <laughs> yeah something so trivial or whatever and he was just like laughing throughout the whole thing and john said oh yeah yeah that was the video i watched so it was uh, yeah it was good yeah i get the impression uh, there's a lot of cheeses in this game but no i did not cheese that boss and uh yeah the game continues to be absolutely excellent i, I it's just so good when i when i killed that that um Ganubu in the in like the, the battlefield it's just it's just a f- the fire model is so good where you you know deflections feel as good as hits and hits feel great and you feel like you you permanently on edge. Uh, you permanently you could be um, you could just could be on it permanently to, to to make sure you're deflecting the right time and then finding areas where you can we can get jabs in. And it's fantastic. I'm absolutely loving it so far. Um, cool. So yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even know where I'm going next. I got to the next idol after getting that flame ball, and now I'm, I'm pumped for Sunday stream. 
so yeah, it's it's excellent. I'm, I'm glad I got done my first boss because the mini bosses were good, but now I've done an actual bubble boss, so I can I can move on with the rest. And um, other than Sekiro, James and I finished Man and Badan. So Sean, what have you been playing? But you finished it. <laughs> that bad? Was it really bad? Oh, it was a terrible day. I, 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 you did the stream. The stream. I I mean, it was hard to watch. I, not not for any fault of your own, but I, it was James was just constantly like fuck. <laughs> but, which actually wasn't too far from my um, Shenmue 2 stream this week but uh, yeah no you really were not enjoying that game were you James? it was just really boring it was so boring Like, and there was nothing about it the game had nothing about it at all that made it interesting or and like the characters didn't care at all who lived who died it was just it was just so boring I mean I felt what a shame I felt really grateful to the people that stuck with us watching that and because <laughs> It was dreadful. That was a really bad, really sad experience. It's a damn shame. Yeah. Oh, all right, uh, Sean. Um, so I got a new iPad because you know I've been only an hour about this this Apple Arcade business. Um, decided it was finally time to get involved. Um, the the main so I've only got it this week. Uh, so the thing I've spent most time on uh, was I played and finished Assemble with Care. You know the the US two one. Yeah, absolutely beautiful it, game. Yeah, really lovely. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like, and such a nice um, showcase for like, right, I've just spent too much money on this new device. You know, what what's going to look nice on it? Like, you know, th- this was just absolutely perfect. Like just the, you know, the beautiful uh, visual style it's got. But th- the story, Matt, did you get anything from it? I felt like I could have just completely skipped it, to be honest. Um, I thought it was nice. I mean, it, yeah. I, I know what it's trying to do. I didn't really get me emotionally... Yeah, um, at all, really. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think you're probably right. I know what it's trying to do, but it didn't do. It yeah, didn't do enough. Fell a bit flat. I just really enjoyed tinkering with the thing. Maybe, I mean, maybe that says there's something wrong with me, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just really pleasant uh, taking things apart, fixing them, putting bits back in, and you know, doing up screws and yeah, nice. Yeah, very, it, very satisfying. Yeah, it's the the, the satisfaction, like because obviously doing that in real life is satisfying, but it's also really stressful. Whereas this was just the satisfaction without the stress. So yeah, yeah. yeah really enjoyed that. Um, I've also played a bit of Sky, which oh you tried um, that okay yeah, which is the so this is the uh, that game company mm. one uh, they of Flower and Journey fame, um, and yeah so I. Uh, tried to play this on my previous iPad but it was it was a bit too old like it, it ran okay but at this like absolutely appalling resolution so I just like you know I'm not really getting the most out of this um so I decided to save it so yeah I've played a fair bit of that it's looks incredible right and the soundtrack's great but <laughs> when you consider that that game company were like like, you know, proper indie darlings, like Flower was, I mean, okay, decent exclusives on the PS3 were pretty slim pickings, but that was that was one of them. Like, it was so unique and so unusual and it looked absolutely stunning. It was like, it was a cool game to have if you had a PS3. Um, and then, you know, Journey likewise, like, it's one of those indie games that is so ubiquitous, like, it doesn't even, no one even sticks up for it because it's like, yeah, it won loads of awards. People are like, to the point that people are almost kind of sick of hearing about it, right? Because it's so, so good and everyone bangs on about it. Like, I, I really love it. Um, so how on earth did we go from that to Sky, which is Journey again, but free to play? Because and, free to play, Sean, that's why. <laughs> like, 
it's it's the same game as Journey, pretty much. You're a little creature with a cloak, and you have you know you can sort of flap it and fly. You know, have a limited sort of flight stroke gliding ability. And it's all just about exploring, lighting things up with a little candle. And you can sing as well, which sort of activate things. Activate things. Same as in Journey. There's other people roaming about that you can make friends with. Like, it is Journey, except every time you start it up, it's like, here's the current season. Do you want to buy the season pass? Do you want to buy some currency? Do you want-? And I'm just like... Like, it's not yeah, bad. Not it's not shit by any means. And, like, you can pretty much, from what I can tell, from what I've played, you can pretty much ignore the free-to-play stuff. It just seems, from such a talented team, it just, like, on paper, it's just so low effort. Like, <laughs> from this, you know, team that's, like, every game they've done has been radically different and talked about so much. And and this came out, and, you know, there's not been a huge amount of conversation around it, which I put down to the fact that, at the moment, it's still, like, Apple exclusive. It's coming to other devices. But, um, you know, a lot of people sort of tried it and went, I'll wait till it's on the PS4 and I can play with a controller or whatever. Um, sure. But it's just, ah, I just don't get it. Why do you is, think, is this... <laughs> do you think Sorry, this would have been bigger... If this had come out on Apple Arcade without any of the free to play stuff, exactly, yes, and that's that's what really stings is that because you know, I mean, Sky's been around for like a good few months now, um, but especially now that Apple Arcade has has come in and sort of reminded everyone of the good old days of mobile games, like the the free to like the fact that Sky is just a game, basically a game you loved but just with annoying free to play shit. Just yeah, just really stings. It's just <laughs> maybe I mean, I mean they just did things at the wrong time. You know, it's yeah, like they it's clearly just... were like, we need to get on the free to play bandwagon because that's what everyone's doing now. And then it's yeah. like, well, and I was actually, like, well, that... did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and when you consider, like, so you know, you, you can like make friends with people and you sort of hold hands and fly around together, and it's like, oh, that's really nice. To do that, you need this this currency, which is like these candles that you, like, you collect like fire from candles. And then once you've collected enough, that's one candle. And then you can spend that on things. So to make friends with people costs that. And that's one of the, like, that's the currency that you can buy. And you're like, does that not just erode the point? Like, just the fact that it's like, oh, it's really cool. It's really nice. You can make friends, but you've either got to grind or pay up to do it i just uh, it, i guess that makes it feel even more cynical like the yeah. fact that you're doing it that way yeah 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 it's a sort of gate the the sort of the nice bit of it behind <laughs> behind the currency that you can pay for pay for with real money it's just weird um i'll like i'll probably carry on playing it because as i say like it is beautiful to look at and it is nice just having a having a float around and and like a really beautiful cloud effect as well there's like all these sort of billowing clouds everywhere um like it, it looks absolutely stunning um obviously the soundtrack's great um pretty sure it's austin winsory again who can do no wrong basically um it's just yeah just as i say it's just the concept is just so weak um why why is it just one of their old games again but with free to play stuff when previously everything they've done has been so like so radically different to what they've done previously and it's yeah it's just weird it's just weird letdown um so, Why are you playing that anyway when you've got Apple? Well, well, this is it. I sort of I've been persevering with it because I'm like, surely it'll get to like a good bit. And I'm and at the moment I'm just like, actually, fuck it. I'm just, <laughs> I'd rather just just. I mean, you, you've not played Neo Cab. 
No, not yet. That's that's next on the list. I've, now that I've finished assemble, you'd the love can. that. Yeah, I'm, what the golf? Um, I've got it. You'd love that. Yeah, um, yeah focus on those ones. Yeah, man. yeah. raving on uh, raving about monomals at the moment. Yes, I've, yeah, I've literally just downloaded that just before we started recording. Yeah, everyone's yeah. saying it's incredible. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to like properly dive into it. I mean, I've done the thing of like, right, great, I've got it now. Uh, I've got Apple Arcade. I'm going to download 30 games. <laughs> and then you just yeah, stare at all yeah. these icons like hang on what am I doing here this is <laughs> have you downloaded um, Man of All Garden yeah yes that's I have, like, yeah. yeah I've got, I've got enough, oh, yeah, no, there's so many I've got well. to play yeah, um, yeah. Grindstone yeah. Pool Rave Vow Tangle Tower I played it. played a little bit of Grindstone but not enough to comment yet but Man, um, Chen yeah. is still obsessed with that game she, really? she went to bed at 2am the other day <laughs> like it was ridiculous like <laughs> she never does that and she pulling just, a Matt yeah. Murray yeah, it's, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah uh, glad I've got the iPad but yeah I'm more excited to delve into more of the Apple Arcade stuff really shouldn't have spent quite so long on, on Sky but there you go um, oh that's the other thing as well is like obviously because this came out as like an app not like Apple exclusive but came to Apple devices first and it was meant it was at one of the Apple keynotes wasn't it I think they, they showed it yeah. off um, Jesus so much better with the controller like I really would not recommend playing this with a touchscreen. I've I've synced one of my um, PlayStation 4 controllers to it. Um, so again, you're just like, should this have just been on the PlayStation 4 for 15 quid and just be done with it? But whatever. It probably uh, done a lot better because it sort of fell, fell up it fell away and people was like, oh yeah, that, yeah. That, they're doing a game, brilliant. And it's like, no, but if this was, wasn't was free to play and it was on PS4, exactly. it would be talked about totally differently. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. Last one, uh, I finished FIFA 17, The Journey. Yes, you did. Way. The other night. Um, took, it took longer than I thought it was going to. But <laughs> Three and a half hour stream, that last one. Yeah, yeah that went brilliant. until half past midnight. Uh, it was worth it though. Um, it was good. It, it's, it's weird. Like I was... So I was saying that, you know, that, that final scene, which is basically just like three minutes of the lads just like hoisting the, the cup <laughs> up and everyone going, and, it, and I was like, it's just, it's so strange for me because, because I've got no context or no knowledge of like what a big deal this is that I'm just like, yeah, hey, we won, we won, the, we won the football competition. Good for us. I just, <laughs> The, the like, FA Cup, though, Sean. You no, but that's it. That you, that means nothing to me. That's the thing. Like, I mean, Sean said, like, oh, I presume at this point, everyone knew the cup final was coming. I mean, like, yeah, mm. because you'd won the semi, and no, you know I mean, that in May <laughs> the FA Cup final happens. No, but do you know, like, I was that the week that you do the FA Cup final. I was I was expecting like weeks of like little cut scenes, like, fuck, man, we've only got three weeks till the, the cup final, blah, 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 blah. and there was just nothing. And my point was that, like, is this because anyone who knows anything about football would just be like, well, this is... Knows that it's the most important football yeah. competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, well, and they know when the final's going to be yeah. because of what week it is. I don't know. Um, I, I, I think even, like, generally on that TV now, it, like, mm. the coverage for the cup final has cut down. I mean, when I was... Yeah. I had, like, loads of cup finals recorded, mm-hmm. you know, for, for, for many, many years, and then I'd stopped because, you know, mm-hmm. who records things these days. But at one point, it was, like, all day, it felt like coverage in a bit, on the day of the final, the build-up. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like it, I mean, it got, now it's like Sunday evenings, and it feels like it's lost a bit. But that's just yeah. as a football thing. Sorry, Sunday evening. Well, no, no, it's on the it's last couple of days. It's, last couple of years has been the evening, isn't it? And it's sort of lost the whole like vibe no, I've never of heard a, that. I thought it was like mm, that's always no, afternoon. Five five <laughs> o'clock. It, it it moves to five o'clock. Yeah, a couple oh, of times, yeah, yeah. But... I, I, I meant five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But it just feels like it lost it. But at one point it was like 
you know, hours like five plus hours of coverage on the day of the cup final. It was brilliant. Basically, uh, there's there's a uh, a narrative that's been floating about for years, Sean, mm-hmm. that the FA Cup has lost its magic. Right. Absolute bollocks. <laughs> Total fucking bollocks. The only way it's lost its magic slightly is because Premier League teams don't want to risk their players against lower league teams. Right. But then that brings up the magic that so many Premier League teams get fucked over by lower league teams now <laughs> that it's it's just a wonderful competition. The FA Cup is just one of my favourite things. Mm. Um but what's been great, and we'll get to we'll get to your overall views of the journey mm. um, in a in a set. But what's been great about watching your streams is that I, I realised last night there are so many football stories we can tell you now <laughs> that will blow your mind <laughs> because you understand it. Because yeah. there was a funny moment last night where Sean said, "I don't get it. I'm supposed to be playing away, <laughs> but I'm playing in my home kit." Yeah. And people were like, well, yeah, you only really plan your away kit if there's a kit clash mm. with your home kit. Yeah. And then someone went, oh, and there's a third kit. And they were like, and Sean was like, yeah, all right, I'm not believing that. <laughs> <laughs> you winding me up too much. And I was like, no, there legitimately is. If your home kit is blue and your away kit's white and you're playing Brighton, who playing blue and white stripes, then you need a third kit to play against them. Um, and then I, I went into, like, so Sean was kind of understanding the process of what kits you wear and when. Um, and I was like, yeah, and there's been a number of instances where teams have turned up with the wrong colour kit, which means they have to play in a, the other team's away kit. Right. I've been at a game at Millwall where that's happened. <laughs> And it is like watching Millwall versus Millwall and it's <laughs> fucking totally jarring because obviously you see that kit so much throughout the year yeah. that you're just locked in. When you see other teams' kits, you only see them twice a year when you go to football regularly. Mm. So it's kind of like you don't really take notice of their kit. It's just a different colour to you. But you know your own kit and exactly what that looks like on those players. And then when you see another team wearing exactly that kit with the Millwall logo and uh, like sponsor on it, it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? And it's happened the other way around as well, where Millwall have played away and we've forgotten our kit. That's all our Sheffield Wednesday. Um, but I said that when it, when it comes to kit, there's only one story in there, James. Shoot. What, was- <laughs> what, what is the one football like high profile football related story that you would tell some sean about football kits i've no idea i don't know which one you mean okay but okay fair enough it's a hard question to off the off the bounce but when i tell you you'll kick yourself manchester united losing at half time wearing that gray kit right i don't remember that you don't (laughs) oh what yeah are you fucking kidding me james i don't remember it which one was this? Man United had a new... I think it was a... I don't know if it was the way kit or third kit, but this was... I, it was quite a while ago, but you would have definitely... If I sent you the kit, you'd recognise it. It was a grey kit that they started playing. They were losing. And then in the second half, they come out in a different kit. And then after the game, they explained that the players were complaining because they couldn't see each other on the pitch oh. because of the kit. <laughs> Yeah, I you do remember. I that. do remember that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just explaining that to Sean was just a delight because, again, you were half thinking, "Is he just winding me up? Like, is this bollocks?" But at the same time, that sounds too insane. Yeah. You know, there's things like the beach ball Liverpool goal. There's so much stuff I want to talk to Sean about about the crazy shit that's happening from the beach ball Liverpool goal. Sean, yeah. no, no, that one. No. 
someone hit a beach ball onto the pitch just as someone was shooting and the ball hit the beach ball and pinged it to the other <laughs> side of the goal past the goalkeeper. <laughs> there's so much weird shit in football now that I feel like we can introduce that, you to. That gif as well. You know, there's that guy who's like goes to clap his hands and then realises like he's, his hands are all bandaged up. Have you seen that one? <laughs> Arsene Wenger trying to put his hands in the pockets. Anyway, um, Sean, mm. seriously, a critical eye, yeah. because as an outsider watching you play this, yeah. it looked like you genuinely engaged with the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Uh, the, yeah, the, the point I was making about the, the FA Cup stuff is just, it's been interesting to me which bits of it I've engaged with and which I haven't really been able to. And it's not not the game's fault. Um, like I say, that the FA Cup stuff is kind of lost on me i get that it's a big deal but not not enough do you know what i mean i haven't got enough context yeah, for yeah. it but whereas yeah, so when james and i play those games yeah. we know in our head fuck this is a semi-final yeah. fa cup this is like in you know yeah did you lose any game along the way oh yeah 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 i lost a couple um oh, okay that's fine. It, but that's fine. usually when i try to step it up to semi-pro and then it, it was such a shame uh so the stream before the last one uh, and I mentioned this on the stream, so anyone who's watched it, apologise for going over it again. But so I was like, right, this is it. Let's let's step up to semi-pro because this is getting ridiculous. Because I was just absolutely destroying everyone. Um, and I had like two or three games where I was like, fuck, this is it. Like I was. It's hard to explain. I mean, of course, it's not to you guys because you play a lot of FIFA. You know, when you just you've got this weird. I don't know, it's like a sort of sixth sense or just an ability to just kind of read what's going on without yep. having to think about it as much. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just sort of an instinctual... Yeah, well, yeah. Um, and it was like I'd got that and I was like, fuck, this is it. This is brilliant. And it was it was still hard, but it was... I felt like I, like I was really playing it properly and I was really trying um, and it was working. Like it was a struggle, but it was working. And then it was, and then it was like halfway through that stream. I don't know if I was tired or what, but I just, I fucking like just lost it again. And it was just like, I'm just, I've, it was like, I just stopped understanding everything again suddenly. Um, and it's, yeah, this, this weird sort of mercurial thing of like understanding it one minute and then just kind of losing the knack again, which is, which was really frustrating. And then it's had a miserable like second half of the stream of just like, losing basically um that's fifa yeah um well yeah this is it I, I was getting really pissed off and everyone was like mate this is this is it this is how you're supposed to react to fifa this <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah totally so yeah so then for the last stream i was like let's just step it down to amateur again and get it done um but yeah certainly when i move on to fifa 18 i would, I would like to like try and play it on semi-pro again um but we'll the see. story though but the, the sto story the story the story's good man like it's it's like on paper it's like <laughs> basically nothing right like oh your yeah. mate turns out to be an arsehole and the guy you thought was an arsehole becomes your mate yeah but it's well done enough every dramatization of football mm. is the you know it probably feels worse for us mm. because every dramatization of football is exactly <laughs> this story like it's ridiculous yeah. even the rent for rejects mm -hmm. It's, uh, uh, yeah, the, it's, it's shocking. The whole, yeah, but the whole storyline of getting loaned out and stuff—that's that's fascinating to me. Like that was a, a really interesting dynamic of the, you know, the, this whole thing of like you feel rejected and unwanted, but it's just that it's not that. It's just that there's not quite room for you where you currently are, so they'd rather put you to use elsewhere because which is uh, which is for everyone's benefit really but there's still yep. a sense of rejection to it 
Um, and then the fact that, yeah, so then, you know, you go down to the, fuck, which one is it? Championship or Premiership? Championship. Championship, championship thank you. Uh, oh, you should have let him guess. <laughs> you should have let him commit. I was going to say championship, but I wasn't, wasn't sure. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like, ah, oh, fuck, like now I'm just slumming it in the championship instead. But again, then, you know, and then the making friends with Danny Williams and it's sort of being like, oh, <laughs> like, fuck, this is actually... Like I'm being looked after here. Like there's nice people, and this is fine. And I'm actually just getting to play football, and like really, that's what I should want. Um, and then to the point that yeah, when you when you get summoned back to Hull City, um, it's like oh fuck, I quite liked slumming it actually in, in the championship. I'm sort of gutted to be going back again. And it's just yeah, it's it's quite it's, you know it's quite nicely nuanced. I thought. Um, I mean, obviously, this is a thing the that happens he, in the bit where he ignores his dad at the yes. end. You would do. You, it was just like you were like. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, it's got him. Yeah, I mean, that sort of came out of nowhere, right? And there was basically two mentions yeah, of him. Like he's a, yep. he's a dick at the start, like, and then it's like later on, oh, tried speaking to dad, can't get through to him. Yeah, well, you know, he's an asshole. And then you try and text him once, and he's just replied saying, "Oh, I'm busy, son." Um, but yeah, like I would have been really disappointed if he'd sudden, you know, if his dad had showed up finally, and he was like, "Oh, brilliant!" Like the fact that he was like, <laughs> <laughs> I "Imagine if it was that." Yeah, yeah. That was the story arc. Ah, oh, dad, thanks for coming. I love you. Yeah, yeah, we've reconciled. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so yeah, the fact that he's just like, uh, nah, and not even in a hateful way, just like you missed your chance. Like, sorry, mate. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that was quite nicely done. Like in terms of, I, I would have liked it if the like the decisions were like in any way meaningful. Um, like it's not, it's not Mass Effect, is it? Um, like <laughs> no. it is just like, are you going to be sort of a bolshy asshole or really boring? Or some somewhere in How between. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that does change in the later ones. Like, really? You know, okay. Yeah. Cool. They come a bit more meaningful. But I was yeah. going to say, James, is the emotional stuff like completely dropped in the later ones? Because I don't know how they could possibly carry that on. No, it's still there, but it's it just changes the focus quite a bit, actually. And mm. like, I think the best. I mean, the 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 most not the most recent one, but with FIFA nineteen was probably the best of the journey stories. It was, yeah, really? it was, it was good. It was really was good. I liked it a lot. Oh shit! Yeah, particularly the I way it ends. That. The way it ends is is good. Yeah. But again, it's oh, not man. really. I mean, for me, it wasn't really about Hunter. It's about the other characters around. Actually, uh, more interesting, mm. I thought. And mm. uh, Danny Williams. Yeah, exactly. He's, uh, he's great. Cool. So, what are you doing? You you you're done with this? Yeah. So uh, very very ready break. for a break, but um, understandable. I think the plan is. I mean, Matt, am I allowed to discuss this now, or should we wait? I don't know what the... Uh... You do what you want, yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> so I needed a couple of weeks off anyway. The next two Tuesdays, childcare and, and life stuff. Um, and mm. then, so either late November stroke early December, I'm going to do a series of Christmas streams, <laughs> which is basically... So I think it's basically going to be under the Played by the Bell banner. Um, but it's just going to be me playing a load of shit Christmas games and eating mince pies. Um, I can't. Are they going to be real Christmas games, or are they going to be games oh, there's, with there's snow, snow in them? Uh, I'm going to try and aim for real Christmas games. Yeah, proper light. There's yeah. got to be Santa-based games out there, <laughs> and elf-based stuff. Um, really delve deep, like some old GBA <laughs> elf game. You know, it's got to be. I'll try plenty, I mean, if, the, if there's games that like you know have like a Christmas event that triggers or whatever, then I reckon that might count. But, Fuck, um, man, I would fucking love to sit and watch you play Christmas Nights into Dreams, including oh, shit. karaoke, <laughs> presently. 
Yeah, that, so that, that, might, that might have to happen. What's Nights available now? It got like an HD re-release, didn't it? Yeah, but Christmas Nights wouldn't have, would it? No, can you not just? I'm sure they'll be things you can find. Yeah, there must be a way of doing it. Or just emulate it. There must be a way of doing it. Um, sort that out Sean I'll watch that alright cool um, so yeah so I'm going to do that through December and then I think in the new year I'll uh, I'll then I'll, I'll crack on with FIFA 18 so yeah cool and that's it is it, it? Is. everyone done it's it let's do emails and tweets Woo. Uh, right if you want to email us you can do so at podcast at the computer game show dot com Aaron Patrick has done that says hi all full nails here great work with the live episode uh, for saying this whole project is your part time hobby very impressive and how professional you made the whole event I mean we didn't do most of the actual hard professional stuff we just showed up um, <laughs> it's true it is true uh, it's his question as we're all adults with disposable income uh, and now have a much more diverse opportunity in picking up a games console and a group of games do you feel we have a problem as kids we picked the console for christmas stroke birthday and played it to death and now i'm worried it's almost an addiction I'm the other Stadia pre-order in the UK. I have multiple Switches, an Xbox One X, PS4 Pro with PSVR, Apple Arcade on multiple devices, the Shadow Service, that's the PC cloud streaming one, isn't it? Um, And even though I have the latest iPhone Pro, I felt I had to pick up the Pixel 4 just for Stadia and Xbox Cloud Beta. To be clear, I'm in no way showing off with a list of hardware, as I do feel it's pretty embarrassing, especially given that with limited time, I've played about five games this year, if that... (laughs) <laughs> so, is it an actual addiction, and when does it stop? I generally feel like the games are not the draw anymore. It's generally the fear of missing out. Any views on the above would be really appreciated. New hardware on the horizon, oh, which really... makes me feel anxious. Cheers all, Aaron. Um, As you were reading that, I was thinking, surely the definition is, if it's having a negative impact in your life, then you should you should stop, right? Yeah. But I don't think that is the definition, is it? Like, that's not... You could be addicted to something without it having a negative impact in your life, right? Um, I mean, yeah. If, like, if, if he can comfortably afford all that stuff and it's not a problem, then it's not a problem, I guess. Um, if he's if he's feeling bad, but it could about be a problem because not... he's needlessly spending money. Like, no, I'm saying, but if he can comfortably afford it, then that's that's his call, I guess. Um, if he's feeling shit about buying the stuff and then not using it, then yeah, maybe start choosing not to buy things going forward if you don't need them. Yeah, but that's um, but, what he's saying, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. He's like, he can't choose not to buy it. Yeah. It, it. That's that's the fear that he's falling into some sort of addic- mm. addiction here. Yeah. It's it's hard to judge, isn't it? it? Obviously, it's a it's a very personal thing to address those uh, sort of issues yeah, if I've, you are being serious. And the email sounded serious mm. to me. So um, yeah, everyone's situation is different. At the end of the day, like, I mean, I. Because I I think we all go through phases, don't we, of having like a different main console. Like if you'd asked me three months ago, I'd be like, Switch is the best console. It's the only thing I need for the rest of my life. I, aside from the odd session on Ring Fit Adventure, I haven't really touched my Switch in weeks um, at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. Not, again, it's not Switch hasn't done anything wrong. It's just what I happen to be playing at the moment. Um, and you know, and yeah, you, no, sort no, of, I get and you that, do yeah. fall into a bit of a cycle of like, you know, yeah, when you're like, right, brilliant kids are in beds everything like housework's done which controller do i pick up and you do fall into a bit of a habit um yep so i yeah so i I, you know i do tend to have like times when like i mean certainly you know even since i got the xbox it's not had a huge amount of use um but it's time will come like i I, I really i've got uh, indivisible on it i really need to play that um so yeah, there there are times where things don't get used, and that's okay. I think as long as you're maintaining some sort of cycle, 
Um, and as long as you feel you're getting your money's worth out of them. But if you're not, then yeah, maybe slow down. I don't know. Matt, James? I agree. I mean, I, I, I see, I try and keep to just like three basically most of the time now because mm-hmm. I just feel otherwise it's just, it, it gets a bit out of hand, doesn't it? Like what you're going to choose to play on or whatever. And, yeah. But yeah, it's I I but I understand because there is always that feeling you don't want to miss miss out on stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, absolutely, that is that is powerful. Especially like obviously doing the show is one thing, but even if you've just got a lot of mates who play games and you mm-hmm. know they're going to be talking about these things, like you know, a lot, like so many people are saying about Death Stranding that like the amount of people I've seen saying like I don't even think I want to play it, but I just know everyone's going to be talking about it mm. and it's going to be fun to be part of that conversation in and of itself, regard- like even if the game is is shit. Like I've done it with, um, like when the original Destiny came out because we played the beta and everyone was a bit like, there's something here, but I'm really not yeah. sure about it. And yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I do just want to be there day one. Same as, you know, like with uh, Matt with the Stadia as well, like... It's just Matt with everything. It's the excitement of being part of that first wave and and trying to like fuck is this good? I don't know. Like <laughs> that conversation can be enjoyable. Um but I yeah, don't know. Matt, anything? Yeah, definitely. Like but being part of a conversation where where like there's nothing beats the first week of a game without multiplayer. I mean, often multiplayer games in this this example. But when you're all trying to work out, oh, what does this do? Are you, have you done that? Oh, you know, there's nothing really like that because mm. if you, if uh, and for games well waited maybe months or years down the line, there's already such an understanding of what their game is, all the systems. You just hear it through podcasts and and this and tweets and stuff. And like that first week of a new game coming out or a new console. Half the fun is the game, but the other half is just being there day one to learn. Yeah, and you're learning true. at the same time. I just love that feeling. It's just like, yeah, it's just a great feeling. I mean, yeah. it, it, I wish I wish I weren't. I wish I didn't have that though. Like because you'd save so much money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But also you could do loads of things and not have any money. But like, yeah, you, you could die tomorrow. Like you might as well just enjoy <laughs> your life while you can. Like, yeah, I I could not have any consoles, but then I'll be bored. So. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, obviously, if we weren't doing this podcast, then I would definitely be. I wouldn't be on on the treadmill as much. I'll probably still still be on it. But obviously, that there's a that there's a need for doing this sort of stuff that you need to be at day one. And, and I and I absolutely want to be there day one. So that, that hasn't really changed anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love that. But as this email says, if if it's going to be a negative thing, then you need to have a look at it. And I know those people who I've seen over the years say, oh, you know, I've limited myself to like one game a month or I don't buy anything mm-hmm. until I sold the previous one or not until I finished it and I'm far happier now being off the treadmill and, you know, playing at my own pace rather than the pace dictated by release schedules or what everyone on Twitter is talking about. Um, so just do what makes you happy, really. I mean, if in this case, if you've got the money and it's not hurting anyone and all yourself and you're happy, then... It, I don't think it has to be a negative connotation, but not everyone is in that situation. But I I love being a day one, day one or death, basically. I mean, Stay if you've here. got all the hardware and you're not using it and feel bad about it, there's charities will happily take it off you. Um, but, yeah, sorry, was someone, was James, are you going to say something? No, it's Google Stadia, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, day one. crack on. Um, John English who must have been very upset when that uh, Rowan Atkinson film came out. 
Um, oh, delighted. Maybe he's a massive fan. Sure, yeah, never think about he's that. Probably, probably based on him. <laughs> Maybe he had a different name <laughs> before that film came out. Yes, and Steve Welsh. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says, hi, TCGS crew. I've been thinking about something over the year as I listen to the show. Came on as a listener about 18 months ago and listened to a lot of the back catalogue as I waited for new episodes. I'd always think, wow, I can't wait for the uh, wait till the guys are talking about the games that come out as I'm playing them. But this hardly ever happened. At first I was a bit disappointed, but obviously over time came to realise how many games there were out there and that of course not everything is for everyone. Which brings me to my discussion point. I just realised that some of my favourite games this past year have been ones that have been marred in the main by criticism. But I found that, uh, but that I found so rewarding and fun that I've poured at least a hundred hours a piece into. The most surprising might be Metal Gear Survive, which has a very solid crafting system and one of the best base defense multiplayer modes I've ever played. Other notable mentions are Battlefield Five and The Division Two. All of these are good. Uh, all of these good experiences come off the back of playing with three other mates and just having a ball together. Which, as a dad of four and what, uh, sorry, a dad of a four and one year old, um, is pretty much my main way of hanging out with. Hang on a minute. Does someone just edit this? I can see I mean, a cursor, Farley. Did you change this? James? Has he died? He's on mute. James, on, you're on mute. James, you're on mute. Shit, I was coughing again. You know, I just, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just added my answer into it. I've not removed anything. Oh, right. it's all good. <laughs> oh yeah, because I would have just read that out. Right. That's what um, I was hoping you were going to do, You just added your answer into it. Well, I was it. hoping Sean was going to read it out, but he didn't. So yeah, you noticed. Sorry, I, yeah, of course it. Can we can we remove his rights? <laughs> just change him as a yeah. This is getting beyond a joke now. <sighs> so he said, which as a dad of a four and one year old is pretty much my main way of hanging out with friends. Anyway, I wondered if there are any games that you guys played the shit out of, but were considered bad. And then James has written anthem. <laughs> um. He didn't play the shit out of it though, did he? No, he didn't think it was bad. He said it wasn't that. It was. It was okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's true. He quite enjoyed that, didn't he? It's all right, yeah. Uh, I um, games are widely considered I've... to be shit that we liked. Uh, I definitely mentioned this before. Too Human was a big one for me, but again, it's that co-op thing. I, anything's good in co-op. That's <laughs> and that's fine. I, I've I've mentioned this before as well, but uh, when iOS FIFA was out, mm. I spent so much time on that, mm. like. I mean, you've done one season in the journey. Yeah. I think so. I, th- I mean, this was when Harry was born. I was playing it a lot, so that was nearly six years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, up to twenty twenty five in that game, <laughs> where I just played season after season after season, buying and selling players. I was way addicted. You remember that, James? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been the same you've, with it, that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It was almost. I almost offended you by playing that game. Mm-hmm. You used to get really angry at me for putting that many hours into that game, and I knew it was shit. I used to say to you, "I know the controls are shit, but it adds to the randomness of football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything can happen at any time." Uh, yeah, so that's my one, definitely. Matt, um, I mean, uh, well, I, I guess the <laughs> Destiny, the original Destiny, when. I wouldn't say shit, but there, no there way. So that major... was never considered shit. No, 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 not shit. But there were major issues that I was just pushing through. I, I mean, mean, yeah, that first year, Jesus. I mean, I, why, I, I, I mean, I, 
Yeah, mentioned before, I was like stuck on Sen level level for six weeks because I was waiting for one particular chess piece, uh, a chess <laughs> piece. It's like, I mean, obviously that, that wouldn't fly these days. That sort of stuff would get patched immediately, you know, straight out of it. But I was uh, obsessed with that game. Uh, but I wasn't quite bad. But now, as, I've, as I've also touched on in the past, I'm not, I don't really play bad games. So yep. I don't have many examples for this, but uh, I've certainly Detroit. stuck with games. Well, I, um, I enjoyed Detroit. Yeah, it was a pile of wank. You say that, right? You say, ah, oh, Destiny, how did we put up with that shit? Mm. But it's obviously a lot better now. Matt was addicted to it when it was shit, <laughs> and he's not playing it now. So, as far as Matt's considered, <laughs> from Matt's concerned, they've fucking broken it. That's the... Yeah, it's never. It, I want to wait six weeks for one item to level up. <laughs> it's never been the same since mm. then. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Roger says evening chaps thanks for all the great content you guys are going from strength to strength thank you um, quick question inspired by talk of Commodore 64 and the Spectrum on Sean's stream a couple of weeks ago if you were stranded on a desert island and you can only take one system with you and it would be as it was when you owned it which would you take uh, for me I would take the PlayStation 1 just to recreate seeing the T-Rex in Tomb Raider for the first time and nearly soiling myself anyway over to you and FIFA 17 forever <laughs> I mean that's a weird answer isn't it PS1 just to see one bit if you're stranded on a desert island, you can only take one system with you. You want to take one console just to do one bit in one game. Yeah, it'd be pretty boring <laughs> five minutes later. Yeah, if you're like, well, that was a great bit. What am I going to do well, for the rest of my life? It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me, so this a- is just the what the game on the desert island. Thing? Is it, yeah, no, this no, is console. just a desert island console. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Fuck. So take us out again. It goes to that. Are we allowed the internet? Yeah, that's always the answer, isn't it? Oh, sorry, that's always the question. Yeah. Even um, otherwise, it'd be Xbox One X. Job done. See, for me, it'd either be a Switch because I can play like Civilization and stuff on that, and that would last me for a very long time. That's true. Or PlayStation Four, so I can play all my my uh, Yakuza games. Like again, <laughs> plus plus with the Switch, you can play it on the telly in your cave, that's and true. also when you're out foraging for mollusks. Yeah. So yeah. low power requirements as well. Exactly. So it's, you know, yeah, efficient. Uh, um, that battery ain't gonna last. I mean, one, yeah, like the, the boring answer is, oh, Xbox One X because I can play all the backwards compatible stuff and then modern stuff. But no, if I think about a console, and particularly that line that Raji mentioned about, it would be like it would be as you owned it. Uh, my obvious, my first chance is first choice is Sega Saturn. Thinking like a Sega, all the racing games. Wow, <laughs> you know, like House of Dead. I can just keep playing the racing games. For, I mean, forever and ever and ever. Bit trying to beat my times. Yeah. yeah. If I think about a you know a console that I loved back in the day, you know, then mm-hmm. I'll choose that. Yeah, yeah that's fine. It's, it's boring to it's easy and obvious to choose our PS4 or Xbox because they got so many games and backwards compatibility. But so I yeah. said, I'm, I'm going to just choose a shit one. And uh, you know, just to be different. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if we're going by those rules, Matt, then mine would probably be the N sixty four. You know, just playing. You've got a decent football game in ISS ninety eight. You got um, uh, WCW versus NWO yeah. Revenge. Boy, oh, oh, no, mercy, no mercy, all that yeah. sort of stuff. You know, Goldeneye, Mario sixty four, Mario Kart sixty four. I mean, it, yeah, it's going to be the N sixty four. Yeah, definitely. Plus, if you like someone that swims over to your island, yeah, you got co op for Goldeneye and yeah, brilliant. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, as long as they don't know facility and all the spawn points and get to the proximity. As long as they don't, first, like, as as they don't swim over a third party controller, if they do, they can have that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and as long as they don't pick odd job, <laughs> we're, we're all good. <laughs> 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 Why? 
Why did well, Natalia? No, no, but Natalia but, was... no, I mean, Natalia was fine, but I, I couldn't play that game without... Well, I had to say Friartok and Natalia a certain way, and I was, you know, it had to be Natalia and Friartok. I don't know. I just had, I couldn't say those character names without saying it in those, those ways. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Friartok. Or Jaws was the other one that was off limits, wasn't it? Yeah, too big, baby. Could be Jaws. <laughs> go on. That's it for emails. Let's go on to tweets. Tweets. In one. Yeah, uh, my time traveling dog at Greg underscore Shepherd. Uh, if James had to have a Yakuza style full back tattoo, what would it be? And we've already done this, haven't we? This is no, no, like, but there is, not, there's not there's just only one. Yeah, not just a, not the dragons. I've added that. Not the dragons. Okay. <laughs> not the dragon, James. I've no idea. What would you suggest? Ah. Um, us or our faces. Okay. Couldn't it just be a big full, like, just full, like, tattoo of Kazuma Kiryu, like, winking and a little speech, speech bubble just saying, like, go on, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. So, like, so, so if uh, on, this son. is essentially what if we were on that, what, just to two of us? <laughs> if we, you've heard about this, right? Wait, what? Sorry, you cut out a bit then. I said this is like us all going on just to two of us. Oh, no, I don't know what this is, sorry. So this is a re- reality TV <laughs> show where two friends go and give each other tattoos, oh, but they're not allowed to see what the tattoo is until um, <laughs> until it's revealed at the end, and some of them are just unbelievable what they good. do to each other. I mean, I there's part of me that's thinking there's no way this is legit. Yeah. Like, one of them was the friend got himself tattooed on his... on his, he, he he got himself naked, tattooed on his belly, where he was on all fours, looking back, and the the his the guy's belly button was his bum hole. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Fuck. For life. That's great. That, yeah, that's not going anywhere. Life. That's, yeah. Um, there was one uh, guy had a birthmark surgically removed um, because he was so embarrassed by mm-hmm. it. It was on his bum. Mm-hmm. So his friend got that exact birthmark oh, tattooed no. back on him. <laughs> it's Jesus. horrendous. It's a horrendous yeah. program. What a potentially fun so, concepts just ruined by people just being so horrible. So what are we going to do to James is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to get done? I want in sort of like... Um, Gang, gang style, sort of like fun, um, around his belly button, just saying in the beginning. That'd be good. <laughs> that would be good. Something in Chinese lettering that makes no sense because I know that would irritate <laughs> him the most. It would, actually, well, yeah, yeah. Just, just, I want in the beginning in Chinese lettering, <laughs> but like it, it doesn't quite translate to in the beginning, yeah. <laughs> it translates <laughs> to something else. Um, okay, probably next question now, yeah. Um, Raffi at Raffi plays. If you could turn any TV series into a game, how would it play? I would really love a four-player Red Dwarf game that uses text and objects in a point of style uh, to create jokes and deliver punchlines. At the end of each episode, each player would be rated on comedic delivery. Can we have a, a Bing game, but where you don't you don't play as Bing? Right for those, for those who aren't parents, oh, God, this is a, this is a TV show where there's a, a rabbit called Bing, and he's a fucking moron. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a, no, that's not fair. He's a child, right? He's obviously supposed to be like a four-year-old. And every episode, he gets told not to do a thing. And then he does the thing and gets upset because it turned out there were bad consequences for doing the thing he was told not to do. 
bot. He's done some horrific stuff as well for those that haven't seen the it. The fucking seen butterfly that? episode. Crushed a butterfly. Jesus Christ. St- stole from a shop. Yep. Did you see the gambling um, one? Like the, no? the gambling thing. There was oh, like, the, the gacha machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was he, the went machine, into the, yeah. Um, but- he went into Labrooks, didn't he? And he spent weights, <laughs> he spent all of Flop's money <laughs> the thing is, the, on betting on Palace. The gacha machine one's so <laughs> fucked up because they essentially explained the thrill of gambling to children. Yeah. Because they're like, so he, yeah, so he he doesn't get the toy he wants. And they're like, I can't remember how they phrase it, but it's basically like, oh, yeah, but the whole point is that you don't always get the one you want so that it's more exciting when you do. It's like, fucking hell. So I was was watching that with Rachel and I just said, like, imagine if he, like, doesn't get what he wants, goes mental, smashes the shop up, and then wets himself. (laughs) She thought that was hilarious. And, yeah. (laughs) Flop would go. Oh, it's such a bing thing. Yeah, that, it is. Oh, but you can actually it's, it's, like it's a bing thing. It's a bing thing. But yeah, so he, what we're saying is bing is a little floppy cunt. Yes, to be quite yes. honest. Uh, and there's this, there's and this other rabbit someone. who's like not actually a rabbit. He's like a little toy rabbit, but for some reason he's the adult and he's called. Nobody flop. knows what that thing is. Oh, or what the, the whole setup is bizarre. Theory. Like, why yeah. is it that the adults are like small toys? But all I've got a theory. Go on. I'm not going to say it here. It's not appropriate. Okay. But I'll t- tell you after. I'm looking forward to it. But anyway, yes, yeah, so the point is in I the mean, game. Have, you, have I told you my the... theory about Max and Ruby? Wait, I'm going to do Max and Ruby. Ruby. Have you not seen Max and Ruby? I haven't seen it. Can we can we just stick to Bing for two oh, more right, minutes? Right, right. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Sure. So basically, the game is that you play as Flop, and it's just about basically not losing your fucking mind. Because to be fair. Right, as an adult watching it, I've realised that the whole point is I'm not supposed to be paying attention to Bing. I'm supposed to be paying attention to Flop and the example he sets as a parent because after all the stupid shit Bing does, Flop's just like, all right, mate, well, let's sort it out. Let's like, <laughs> He's totally reasonable throughout. So yeah, I reckon it's all about playing as him and it's all just about keeping his sanity in check, basically, and not absolutely um, flipping out. Depending on how Bing's fucked up that day. Like, yeah. what it <laughs> He's just the most infuriating <laughs> flop of America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a puzzle game based on the Big Bang Theory, where you control, you press a button to make the canned laughter kick in, <laughs> and um, <laughs> oh, he said Transformers! Have- quick, press it. Press it. <laughs> yeah, you have to try and guess when the jokes make. <laughs> Have you watched that show? Unfortunately, yes. I I've seen one of those videos where they remove the laughter track and how <laughs> how like incredible that is because it's like you can see yeah. the, the funniest the whole version of that is when they it. put Gervais's laugh in it instead. That, <laughs> yeah, that's that is a good one. I would watch <laughs> an entire episode and all the series if someone just put in Gervais's laugh. I've watched that video so many times with Gervais, yeah, <laughs> yeah like absolutely dying of, of the jokes. It's brilliant fun. <laughs> it's really bizarre because even like bad sitcoms. You could see, okay, they've made a joke there, and I can see why. I didn't find it funny, but they've made a yeah, joke like, there. I, and I that's don't really why like Friends, but it's, you don't have to be like, yeah, it's not hard to see why it's friends. popular. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's easy. Yeah. Uh, I I like Friends, yeah. right? But um, it, yeah, it, when you watch Big Bang Theory, it is literally like. Uh, oh, and then Sharon knocks on the door, <laughs> and I'm like, is is that part? Yeah, maybe that's part of it. <laughs> like the joke that I don't know. It's just really, really jarring. Yeah, it's bizarre. It. It's just fucking bizarre. Uh, James, um, I don't know. I can't think of anything now. Like, I've brilliant. You've had that. half an hour. <laughs> You've had half an hour. Yeah. Uh, Matt, uh, I like 
uh, like a, as a simulator game where you're it's like TV program simulator where you're trying to run like a like live TV. Maybe that's not people... the, that's not an answer to the question. Well, okay, no, but Matt's it's a really good idea for a game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a good idea for a game. It is, to be fair. Yeah, match day simulator. You got like deliver lines in the ears. You got like change cameras. You got to just play on these. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested in that. Okay, cool. that's terrible. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Um, Andy Palmer at Ramalaptar uh, on Twitter. Have you ever considered a big joint stream? I would pay extremely good money to see you for. Well, we get stoned. Well, I, I, when I read it, I was like, well, it is illegal, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I need to find someone. But yeah, I'll be off Not that. for long. I'll be off that. Oh, yeah. oh, really? We should do it. Uh, I, I would pay extremely good money to see the four of you guys play Overcooked together. Though I fear it may irreparably damage James and David's James relationships. Yeah, well, we would love to stream more uh, together because we haven't really done it. And uh, we mm. did that. We did that. Um, PUBG. Did we do a PUBG stream ages ago? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, would love to do more of us all, all playing together, but it's just fine time. Yeah, it's finding finding the time. Mm-hmm. But we should set a night aside to do yeah. a two on two FIFA game. Um, although I don't think you can actually set that up. Really, I don't think that's possible. Yeah, no, it's a pain in the ass. Mm. Um, uh, but uh, uh, you know, Overcooked, we've been saying we'd do for years, yeah. but we haven't done it. Uh, maybe we should. So, yeah, maybe we should. Maybe it comes to Christmas. Maybe we do some. We'll bring. We'll deliver some Christmas treats. Yeah, because we've already struggled to find time. So let's do it over the biz- biggest period of our <laughs> personal lives. Yeah, let's let's do that. Well, how about Christmas Day? Do a five-hour stream. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one's busy. <laughs> what? What are you doing on the twenty-fifth of December? <laughs> Nothing else planned. I'm going away. <laughs> oh yeah, you're off. And that's you? it. Yeah. That is it for tweets. Cool. Wicked. Next week. Next week, Matt. Death Stranding. I'm, it's happening. I can't wait. Are you pumped? Yeah, I mean, obviously the reviews are out, and I, I um, am very interested to see what it's actually like. I've ordered it from Simply Games. I'm praying it comes here, gets here Thursday, but Friday at the very least. Um, Can I just... I know the answer, but I want to ask it on the podcast. James, what do you think of the reaction to uh, Death Stranding, the reviews? I've been out? loving it. I think it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> why what have you been loving about no, it just like how wound up people are getting about something they haven't even played yet it's, it's amazing it's <laughs> it's gonna be brilliant has it has it like because i said to you guys this morning that the reaction has really started like kicking off that thing in my head where i'm going maybe i do want to play yeah, this because i've had no interest in it interest in this at mm. all up until this week and suddenly I'm like fuck this is out on Friday maybe I do really want to play this just to see <laughs> just to see what side of the fence I fall on discourse around it has been fascinating it's been crazy isn't it it's been crazy so you've had people but you can you see what I'm saying like because I'm not negative about the game yet because I've not played it right but the reviews do read like they are as Limmy put uh, <laughs> they're really struggling to say that they don't hate this game. <laughs> like, that's how they read. There's no one going flat out, this is amazing and this is why. A lot of it is like, there was one, it was like, the opening 10 hours are a bit of a struggle and the <laughs> last 10 hours are really quite a slog. <laughs> it was like, fucking hell. And it's not really very fun. Like the core cool mechanic's quite boring, but it's... Yeah. it's- <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you think of this, Matt. I can't wait to see what it's like. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, but you know, re- re- whether I mean, yeah, the podcast this week have been out about it. It'd been really fascinating. We haven't really had a game. I can't remember the last game like this where so many people have ad- agreed and disagreed, and there's been 
quite Red Dead Redemption, Redemption Two. So people have been mentioning that, but I think that was yeah, definitely but, up but there. But Red Redemption well. Two was 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 ninety five percent. Everyone loved it. It's just it's just. Uh, other people, w- w- which uh, I, 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 a much think... smaller percentage of people actually didn't like it. Whereas this, it feels like in the same conversation, the same podcast, there's like five people. Some have loved it, some have hated it, some don't get it, some totally get it. I, f- I think the negativity around this game is really going to explode when the game comes out. Now, that's not to say it's a bad, it's going to be a bad game or that uh, Matt won't enjoy it or anything. Um, but I've just got a feeling that the people that really don't like it will be very vocal about not liking it. Because like on a scale really that we've not it's seen still got before. like an 84 Metacritic. It's still mm. got an overall a very, very positive score. It's just that people... Yeah, like, it's been very weird. Uh, you like, you know, all the reports like, oh, polarising review scores. It's like, what, anything between like a, a 7 and a 10? Yeah, that's not, exactly. It's not yeah, polarising, yeah. is yeah, it? Yeah, like that's not seen in the IGN outlier. The rest yeah, yeah. of all, we <laughs> yeah. eights and nines. Um, mm. and obviously Edge flat out refused to review it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting mm. one. Yeah. But um, uh, until then, do you want to get on with the socials? Yeah, so... Um, streaming. Uh, James, are you streaming Night Trap on Friday? No. No. Uh, well, I haven't sorted it out yet. I've got to, I, you know, I've got, I've got to sort it out and I haven't got around to it yet, but I will. Okay. So, uh, are you streaming on Friday or no streaming on Friday? Uh, it's unlikely. I, okay. I need to sort it. I've got to sort out the Elgato. God, quiet week on the streams then. You only, all you have to do is plug it in, James. It's more complicated than that, Sean. You know that. It's... <laughs> Right, like, I'll try I mean, and, James, listen, James hasn't even plugged it in yet, Sean, so okay. it, it have might, you taken out of the box yet? It, yeah, it might happen on Friday, depending on if I get round to it. But How did you get this Elgato? I bought it second-hand from CEX. How much did you pay for it? Uh, about 50 quid, I think. You didn't? You haven't bothered unboxing it? No, no, I've got, I've got it unboxed, I just haven't set it all up yet. <laughs> well, okay, you got it out of the car. No, because it's it's no. The reason is it, it came unboxed. No, it's like <laughs> fifty quid. No, the reason is is it's because it's like it's hassle on Max. It's known to be hassle to try and sort it out, and I just haven't been bothered oh, to do it, it yeah, yet. Fair enough. That's the main reason okay. why. So, um, well, I might be streaming. I might be finishing Shenmue oh, two this week. Cool. So I might be able to sneak in on a Friday, but uh, yeah, you know, my life's a mess, so I can never guarantee anything. So Friday or Saturday, David. Uh, is is that fair to say, Dave? Uh, yeah, I'll <laughs> aim for that. Okay, well, maybe Friday, maybe Saturday, maybe David, and I, I'm doing Sekiro Sunday at half eight. Maybe David, and then um, uh, and that's it because Sean's going to take a couple of weeks off. Uh, well deserved yeah. break. Uh, so it's just Sekiro just confirmed. Other streams may be appearing. Just just follow us on Twitter at Computer Game Pod. Uh, see when, when when we're streaming next. That's it. Is that it? Yeah. You're not plugging our um, website I, or our. I wanted to get under uh, six seconds, and shop. I think I was just approaching it. Where have you got this sixty seconds thing from? Because you kept <laughs> bollocking him every week. <laughs> yeah, but I never said that you have to keep it under sixty seconds, That's did true, I? Yeah. I just played just the whole thing. Go for like five minutes or whatever. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, it's a happy medium between one minute and five. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, it might be less than 60 seconds. I don't understand where the 60 seconds has You've come definitely from, mentioned that never in been the past. Mentioned. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, patreon.com of- slash tcgs for Patreon stuff. If you want to support us any way you can, there's uh, the Patreon pod. It's exclusive just to Patreon every month. Uh, we've did like a... We, we, we talked over... <laughs> <laughs> That's James away. Dad. I love the fact that you can hear him mute. <laughs> Mid-cough. <laughs> Should we wait until he's back? Don't do that, please. Do- <laughs> 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 I 
Oh. We will catch you next week. Thank you so much for living it. Um, uh, and uh, have a great week. Enjoy Death Stranding. We'll we'll catch you on the flip side. Goodbye, everyone. Get better, James. Get better. Bye. Bye. Bye.